On this show, it's only good vibes. Talking about music from Beyonce to Tribe. In the world where it's always politicking. Run, why your boy Kanye be tripping? I don't know, so we put it on the shelf. Listen to Conrad when he brings up mental health. Is Michael Jackson really the king of pop? There's no debate if you ask, be shocked. Conversation so tight, it be gripping ya. We love getting suggestions from our listeners. Do something foolish, try and run if you can. All you gonna do is end up a victim of Who's Man's. Welcome to another week of Who's Man's podcast. We hope you enjoy it. What up, though, everyone? Welcome to the Who's Man's podcast. I'm your host, Ron Don, aka Mr. Taylor Made. In the building with me, I got my man Conrad. What's up, my beautiful people? We're back for another episode of Who's Man Podcast. And we got a treat for y'all here today. We got some gems. We got some skills that you will need in life from this person that we're going to introduce to you later. But before we do all that, let's find out who's here with us. Eh, uno, dos, los, tres. Que sera, sera, no más. El uno... La Bro, I'm gonna stop you right there. Don't be disrespectful. <laughs> so you picked up oh, nothing Joe. from your week, your week over there. Por favor, who's man's? Did wow. you even learn how to in- introduce yourself while you were like over here in foreign countries? Uh, don't try me. Uh, <laughs> wait, I just forgot it though. Hold on. Uh, my name is Brian. Means. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say my name is Brian Means? <laughs> I thought if I said it, it'll come back to me. But uh, what is it? It's uh, I said it one time. Okay, it's not Kesara. K A Brian. No, that's not it. Mayamo. Mayamo. Kesayamo. Kesayamo. Mayamo Brian. Bless you, know, American art. And this is why we have the person on this. As our guest today here, just for this reason, <laughs> to help you out, Brian. <laughs> hey, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, well, before we get going, there's a special person on the podcast today. Some might call her the Niger Gal. Some might call her the Finesse Queen. Some <laughs> might rely on her to get her what's hot in the sneaker world. And others know her as Nicole. Welcome, Nicole, to the podcast, everyone. You've been quoting. What's up, everybody? What's good, up? How good. y'all doing today? It's Nicole, aka hey, Nikki the Dawn. It's got... Nicole on the podcast. My first podcast. My first. <laughs> my first podcast. I'm excited about this. Excited. So yeah, we'll see got, how it all goes. We got Ron the Don and Nikki the Don. Okay. Hey. Hey. Oh, they yep. call you Ron the Don, too. I've never ever called him Ron the Don. Okay. You might not have called me that, but you felt it in your heart. Like, it's I've inside of you all the time. Call you that. Leave it. <laughs> okay. Leave it. <laughs> Leave it. <laughs> right. Like, literally, never. never Mom, I'm going to call me Ron the Don. <laughs> Look. <laughs> <she> do. <laughs> I called him Ron the Don. He's Ron the Don in my phone. Okay. Nice. Wow. Thanks, Scott. Right. <laughs> that's official. That's that's very official. Uh, oh man. All right. Let's get into something. How y'all been doing, Lady Camera? What you been up to? Man, I've been good, but chilling. Uh, 
I guess really the two people here with uh, here on the podcast with us have had more of an exciting week than I guess myself. I would say. <laughs> I don't know. Put yourself. I don't know about. Sorry. Okay. This, okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. How are you doing? <laughs> no, I said no. Don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> this is all the sarcasm in that one. No, Brian. How was your wonderful uneducational week? Yeah, uh, wow. <laughs> I learned, a lot <laughs> I learned it all in English, okay? Um, you know, I just spent my whole week missing this podcast and missing my boys, and that's all I did. Bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> Your boy was on a plane. Your boy went to Madrid, and he went to Barcelona, and he saw people. He ate food. He drank wine. You know, all the, all the feels. It was a good time. Who'd you go I with? I went with special friends to the podcast. Uh, everyone knows our dear friend, Darnold. Trash. We're there to celebrate his birthday. His 29th birthday, he fancy. Uh, and then another friend to the podcast, Al- Allison, who was on an earlier episode. So it was us three, three amigos. Three amigos. I'm sure there were lots of laughs. There That's were cool. lots of laughs, yep. Got some? You got some stories yet? <laughs> Fuck you, Rob. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, hold on, pause. We're gonna pause right there, Nicole. Um, I just want to fill you in that yeah. anytime Ron and I emphasize on laughing or making people laugh, mm-hmm. if you have a chance, um, I by the end of the episode, I'm sure you'll be friends with B Shock on. Instagram. First of all, we started the episode as best friends. Mm-hmm. So and <laughs> if you scroll not too, maybe like not too far back, maybe like one or two pictures, you find this very intimate picture of Brian. Wow. Intimate though? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's like, what, that's what we want. Pictures. That's what we want to know. Why this really beautiful picture of him and there's someone <laughs> we don't know. We have a we have an idea, but we don't know. But this special someone is, you know, Nicole. You have a lot of girlfriends, and you know when your girlfriends, you know, laugh because a guy's making a funny joke, <laughs> or laugh because oh they kind of like the guy, or he's saying something that makes them giggle. Right? You know those. You know those different laughs, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, I know it. Yeah. So. Brian has a picture on there. Can we go back to Spain? Whoa, just a second. I just don't want our guest to be left out on jokes that should she should be laughing with at, at as well. But anyway, the point is, there's a picture on there, and the caption says, "Friends, friends make friends laugh." And Brian has friends make friends. Uh huh. And Brian's biting his lip. Okay. As, wow. as he's looking at as, as, okay, like. as his as as the person he is making laugh is in the full out laugh and like it almost those oh, those okay. occasions where you like you slap the shoulder laugh like oh so my we're god Brian right? you're so funny you was all Chris Rock right away she was laughing anyway so Nicole that's why we're trying to find out who this friend is that might have been on a trip but we don't know um, so that wasn't Allison it was oh, someone else oh look. You asking the right questions. Look, all I'll say is we were in Spain and we had a good time. We drank some wine. I ate a bunch of food. I tried sardines for the first time. 
I ate beef cheek, which What's is that? amazing. Beef cheek. Beef yeah, cheek. Yeah, I didn't even know they had cheeks. But you eat oh, it. Oh, beef cheek. Like I thought you were just calling it something. <laughs> right. Oh, that's the name of it. Beef cheek. I tried beef cheek for the first time. It's <laughs> not <laughs> like a drink. <laughs> I tried uh, beef or bull's tail. That was good. Oh, you can eat that? What? Look, so I didn't know. And I'm out here now. Uh, wait till I come to my culture? house. I'm going to be cooking. Don't be feeding nothing that you don't know how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> you just wait though. Nah, but it was a dope time. I'm just like, and we can talk about this later because the finesse queen is on and she's gonna teach us her ways. But um anytime you travel with people, period, and then you travel with people internationally, it's always like a gamble, you know, like is this gonna be a good time? Are we gonna get along the way we yeah. you know, usually get along? And thankfully everything was good. We had a few hiccups. But everything for them, everything was great. Every it was a great experience. I, I wish everyone could go to Madrid and Barcelona. Hiccups like what? Hiccups like what? You said what? Hiccups like what? Hey, you're right. You're right. You're right. So look, you know, you with three people, right? So some people like to nap more. Uh, that ain't me. <laughs> Some people like to, like to take a lot of pictures. Yeah, facts. Same here. That, that ain't me. <laughs> so, you know, we have to have a few conversations on. Uh, do we have to take fifteen pictures at every stop? <laughs> do, do we gotta take a nap every day around the same time, or go to bed at the same time? Yeah, that's facts. Home? That's facts. Like, yeah. But after we got over that, it was a dope trip. It was the same way. It was three of us. Three of us, same thing. One girl was trying to take pictures. One liked to sleep. And I was like, all right, can we just have fun? You get me. So I, I get me. you. I get Thank you. you. <laughs> I feel safe. Well, we're glad you had a good time. We're glad y'all all had safe travels and you're back in the States with us. We missed you. Thank you. How was your week, Rod? Well, before I get into my week, y'all hear me good? My, my sound quality is good? Everything? Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Can you can you hear me well? Because you know I've upgraded my lifestyle choices now. I no okay, longer cool. use cords in my life anymore. Oh, I started okay. using AirPods. So. Oh. I'm okay. Hey, so, I got those in right now. Even these broke boys <sighs> with their cords in the past. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah, okay. Let me flip my cord around. Okay. Don't get tangled up. Don't trip on it. Okay. I just like I got so much freedom, so much like activities I can do, and I ain't got to worry about being tied to my phone. I need to get like us. You done? Oh, you see Ooh, what I'm saying? Here you go. See what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? But where were you at like two, three weeks ago? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but no, I've been good, man. Like I mentioned uh, on the last episode, I started a new job, so I'm out here doing that. I'm in the middle of Texas, on location, getting trained and everything. So living out of a hotel for the next couple of weeks, but I ain't too mad about it. They they doing a good job, treating me nice. The work is going great so far, so I ain't gonna complain. I'm just gonna live my life to the best I can with my AirPods. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, wait till you get What field? Science field or something else? You in science field? Oh, or no, something I'm in else? business. So I'm corporate America. What field? My office jobs. Business. Okay, okay, cool. Oh, what about you, Nicole? Okay. Aren't you also coming back from a trip? Where, where you been? Want to tell us about it? Yeah. So. 
it was a dope trip. Um, we went to Thailand, Bangkok. So we went to Bangkok, Thailand for like four days. And then we went to Singapore for three days. And then we went in Qatar, Doha, Qatar for just a few hours. We had a, like an 18-hour layover. We just stopped in the airport that day. But it was cool. It was cool. Definitely a cool trip. Singapore, I definitely, I definitely will go back to Singapore. If I ever go back to Thailand, I'm going to just go back to a different part, probably like an island or something like that. Singapore is definitely. Look, I just like how I just like how finesse Nicole is talking like this is nothing. Like, 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 yeah. like look, Brian. <laughs> I know you went on your trip and everything. That's cute. Yeah, little trip. Your little, ass, your little trip. That's cool. Yes, you went to Spain. Oh, that's cute. But <laughs> well, let me tell you what I did. <laughs> First of all, I took a jet. You know. <laughs> to Bangkok. <laughs> Are you serious? I mean, you missed the slight Wait, stunt with uh, if I did choose to go back, I would probably go to the island. Not because it's only right. <laughs> I gotta go play with the monkeys. I got my own monkey uh, blend over there. Like, <laughs> they actually talk. It's Planet of the Apes. That's what we do on our trips. One day I'll get to your level. One day. Oh, about man. Years. Look, we're going to ask her all the questions when she gets to give us the finesse 101. I feel like this is going to be like a class we got to take. I'm going to have to get my notepad out, some pencils, and take some notes from the finesse queen herself. Ooh, I already got an episode title. How to stunt 101. How to stunt 101. Unit might sue us over that. <laughs> right. yeah. You know, you know, uh, young bug need the money. It's true. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Come on, guys. Sorry, Buck Young. All right, Ryan. Right. Let's get it. Let's go ahead and get down to some business. So, who we got up first tonight? All right. All right. Look, we've had this conversation a lot. I feel like. Maybe every six episodes, we have an incident where we have to give a PSA announcement um, to people, uh, specifically our white brothers and sisters, and what mm. they should or shouldn't do around wild animals. Mm. So we've talked about poachers going after the rhino, and this time they didn't get lucky because Mother Nature had enough, so the lions took care of the deal. They deserved it. They took yeah. they took care of them. <clears throat> we've had, I think we've had a talk about sharks. Um, and now because people just have to take a selfie everywhere they go, we had an incident <clears throat> at a zoo, and a lady thought that she hadn't taken enough pictures. You know, she wouldn't have made it in. The crew with Brian, because Brian would have probably been irritated with her with how many pictures she was taking. Probably, I would have left her for sure. So, and you, you know what? She probably got left by their people because no one was there to tell her not to do what she did. So, this lady decides that she wanted to have a selfie with the jaguar, and she decided to go past the barrier they set. The fucking jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> so. Of all the animals in the zoo, of all of them, you could have done this with the little, the birds, you could have done this with maybe a, a monkey or something that it, you know, might not be as hostile or aggressive. Um, or maybe not. Like, just don't do it. <laughs> that, that, but you're right. 
And um, so we just lost Nicole. Go ahead, keep going. I'll send a note to bring her back. All right. <clears throat> so, anyways, so she could have done it with any animal in the world in the zoo at that point. But could have been anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. <laughs> but she chose that <laughs> zoo, that section of the zoo to do it. So she goes to take this picture and she, of course, does a whole selfie picture. And instead, for some reason, she goes over the barricade that distanced her from the cage of the jaguar. Wait, and... wait, Conrad. Explain <laughs> that a little bit. Because I feel like I'd have been to a few zoos, right? A few of them in many different places. Can you explain, like, this whole barricade thing and, like, why is it necessary? Okay, so if you've been to a zoo, based on the different sanctuary or based on the different exhibit, you're allowed to interact with the animal, right? So, for instance, if you go through what I would call the domestic animals, so, like, they are, usually some zoos always have, like, some type of farm animal or or um, some type of farm animal, or if you go through, like, the aquarium exhibit, you can play with, like, touching the starfish, you know, you are allowed to enter, to, like, be in contact with these animals, right? There's no barrier. They're friendly back. You know, there's the, the zoo the zoo guide or zookeeper is there to tell you what to do, what not to do, right? And, now, and not only the zookeeper, there are signs. Everywhere. And there are even pictures for you, those of you. My five-year-old nephew will look at a sign and say, that picture means I can't touch that that thing over there. Right. I feel like there's also common sense. Like, there's a reason why they are separating us from them. Right. But, so, you know. so yeah, look, right. Ron. I asked myself. I asked myself this. I said the same thing. Like, you know what? Let me try to put myself in this woman's shoes. You know, we shall not. I should not judge, right? And I'm like, what could have been the reason? Because at first, when I saw the picture, she had on like uh, those like photography vests. Like she's a photographer. So I thought, like, oh, maybe she had access to the to be able to interact with the animals, right? But then I thought, if you're a photographer and you're well, like you are well known enough to be asked to take pictures at a zoo, most of the time, photographers who take pictures of in the wild of wild animals have these long ass scopes, like long ass scopes. They can be sitting 300, 200 yards and get this picture perfect, picture perfect uh, photo of the animal hence why we have documentaries like black or planet earth and all this and we're wondering how they get so close right so like brian was saying we have barriers and when you get to exhibit where there's wild animals such as lions such as tigers you know such as poisonous snakes like (laughs) there are usually starts with double double barriers there's a there's one the first barrier is for the guests at the zoo where they can sit or stand to observe the animal and then usually they set another barrier which is usually like a trench of some sort or they put like plants or something to like show okay there's no reason for you to go past this and then the main barrier of course is the cage the cage there's no reason for you to pass this first barrier and then try to take a a selfie right next to the cage what do you think this animal is going to do of course, she takes a picture and the animal grabs her arm and claws it in, claws her arm in. Just boom, she's done for. 
And of course, everyone was saying like, "Oh, once she took the picture, the jaguar clawed her arm, is ripped it open, and all this." Like you can see this bit on video and everything of her injuries. And for me, my biggest thing was one: you're a dumbass because there's no reason for you to be anywhere close to the to the cage of of a jaguar or of any other animals there. You know, two. It's a jaguar. It's a fucking jaguar. <laughs> like, I don't understand why you would think that it would be okay to do that in the first place. And three, my next thing was, like, if they kill this animal because of a dumb oh, human... Yeah, exactly. Because of a dumb human not following the simple rules of do not pass this line, do not cross over, do not touch the animal, do not feed the animal. You know? These simple rules. What, like... Why is my question? Why do you have to do that? But Conrad, if you don't mind, out of respect to the victim, I just want to send like my thoughts and prayers to the victim who had to utilize the you know stand your ground law in that state. That jaguar did not deserve this. Um, it was probably having a good day. It was probably sunny out there. Probably hadn't had sun in a while. Here, this white trick come in his house. And he got to, like, he probably was relaxing at the time, you know, was looking at the people, looking at him, and he probably, or her. I don't know. I don't want to be a sexist. It's a, it's a, it was a, it was a her. Okay. Her? Yes. Jacquisha, Jack, Jacquisha was having a good day. <laughs> and here she comes with her camera. And she looking like, I know you, I you ever had somebody take a picture of you and you didn't want a picture taken of you? I know you're not doing this. I I just feel bad. And I just wanted to send my thoughts and prayers because I know this has to be a tough time. Um, this is a tension that Jaguisha did not want. And now she got to take time out of her day, her schedule. She probably had her day down to science. And now all her stuff is messed up because of Becky or whatever her name is, Susan, probably. She like a Susan. Um, Susan wanted to get a, a in-depth, in a close-up picture uh, of stuff that she ain't got no business getting a close-up picture with. That's just how I feel about it. Like, it's a sad day. Sad day for all zoo animals. Nicole, what were you about to say? I was going to say, like, that's, I feel like that's the main reason why she apologized. Because most times, if you get attacked by an animal, the first thing you're going to try to say is, Oh, I need you to put that animal down. But she legit came up and was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry for what she did," because she knows that the that animal could, like, you know, what I'm saying, get killed because of that. So yeah. she knew she knew what she did was she was at fault. So that's that's the reason why she found you. Never hear no one getting attacked by at a, by animal at a zoo and apologizing. You know what I'm saying? You always hear them <laughs> hey, trying yo, to get they trying to get a check. <laughs> exactly. Right. Most times they try to get a check or they over here fighting some cause. But for her, she literally went to apologize. So she know that she was in the wrong. So she doesn't oh, want the animal to get hurt. Wait though, did you hear the the second part? Like after the apology though? No, what she's after it. Oh yeah, she said. But I apologize. But I think that zoo should make the barrier like further away from the animal. <laughs> what? Nah, she just need to follow instructions. Because <laughs> they 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 asked, has anyone been hurt before by this thing? They said the guy said yes. It was a time when somebody did the same thing, crossed the barrier, and the um panther scratched them. So it's like, yeah, that's that's on them. The guy, <laughs> Loki the zoo was kind of petty though. If you think about their, I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the guy, he was real strict. He wasn't playing. 
I'm sending 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 thoughts and prayers to the to the um lady, but just a reminder, exactly. just don't cross the barrier. They're yeah. there for a reason. Like <laughs> Oh yeah, last time this happened, some some dummy did the same thing. So yeah, uh <laughs> it don't happen often. Just you know, with stupid people are here. Look, even I'm surprised Brian didn't make a comment about this when about me morally because of the gorilla trekking I, I did. I was trying to leave you alone. But I this is the common sense I think about how I justify what I did, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm a gorilla trekking, Nicole, and we were wow. in, in Uganda and we went to their home, right? Mm-hmm. We went Say to their again. home. They home. And before we can get to their home, we had to get permission to go to their home, right? And yeah, as in not for them though. Huh? No, but it's not like I asked them, but they were having a conference call with a Harambe. Like, hey, is it cool? Come <laughs> you about to pull up. Yo, That's not what you did. <laughs> there are certain situations and certain circumstances where they will allow people to go up there, right? I just mm-hmm. can't go up there willy-nilly. And if you want to say it, it's in the nature. So I really could if nature is not owned by anyone even if humans think they own the world and own everything it's free for the the world to go through right yeah so my thing is that what i was trying to say because i figured brian would come at me for this is that even if i was in their habitat and even if i was in their space it wasn't me necessarily invading them their space but i they were i was fine of them invading my space because literally we were like two feet apart but I'm not gonna try to be some type of way. And they told me one: don't take, don't take, don't try to touch the gorilla when it walks by you. Even if it brushes by you, don't do anything. Don't try, <laughs> don't try. You know, don't use your flash when you're taking the pictures. Move slowly when the gorilla's around you. Don't make any sudden movements. All things that I took into consideration because one, I care for my life. Two. If anyway, even if I didn't do all that thing and that girl decided, like, you know what, I'm gonna be in your space and you're not gonna do anything, I'm like, that's not a problem. That's okay. You can be in my, I, you, hey, I, you can be it's in my your space. space. It's your, this is your <laughs> space. I, this is not my space. This is your space. So, like, I understood where I was, what I was doing. And I feel like this lady, just because she thought there was a barrier there and she mm-hmm. thought that she was in control of the moment, that's what happens when you think sometimes you're in control of the moment, you gotta think twice. And she didn't think twice. And she got caught. She literally got caught up in the fence. And look, people, just just be respectful to everything. Like, read the rule. <laughs> it says don't touch, don't touch. There's a reason. There's a reason for rules in that situation. There really is. But man, her cut was deep, bro. It was. You can see everything, fat and all. Like, what was what was the hey? What was the jaguar name in uh, Jungle Book? Nobu or something like that? No, not Nobu. Nobu was like the bear, I think. I don't, think I I don't know. From I got no clue. Damn. Damn. Jaggy. Jagwish. 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 Let's not make this another weird counting moment in six episodes where we have to talk about you guys, you guys out there trying to be cordial with these wild animals. Oh, it's about to happen again. It's going to be warm this weekend. Another zoo going to open. And that lion just looks so beautiful in the sun. If I could just get up higher on it, you know, it's gonna happen. It's gonna Look, if you don't want to, if you don't want to listen to us, which you guys aren't, I'd have figured, R.I.P. to the greatest, but you'd have taken a lesson from the great Steve Irwin. Like even exactly, him, even exactly, him, bro. even him of all people, 
he suffered the, the consequences of being you can't trust the wild animals like even if it was an accident but that happens he was so close to them that way the greatest Steve Irwin passed away because of being in, in contact with wild animals and not necessarily paying attention or whatever the situation is but use that as an example don't be just going out there and doing what you want to do even in a zoo that's why I'm a little nervous for the DC zoo because they have like the orangutans have the they can like go back and forth with no cages it's like 50 feet in the air and you look up and they're like swinging over you no guess where I'm gonna be at (laughs) (laughs) so they're saying that orangutans have the ability to know that this is a 50-foot drop, they're not going to just fall. But there's going to be one time it's going to be a daring orangutan, it's going to be a daring monkey, whatever it is, it's going to be like, oh, I can do this. And they're going to do it, and they're going to realize, oh, that wasn't bad, and it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Planet of the Apes, part seven. Part seven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, that was my fault. Don't be a whose man's out here with the wild animals. Just relax. All right, so I got another who's man's I won't throw out to really a large group of people, but definitely a few people in particular. So, I mean, we all know that the way we populate the earth is to have babies, and those babies need our protection. They need our assistance. They need everything from us because they can't help themselves. So what I don't understand is that how someone can have a baby and then forget about all the responsibilities that yeah, come that, along with it. That's crazy. I can't even forget my luggage, let alone a whole <laughs> right? human being. <laughs> what? So what we're talking about here is that there was a flight in Saudi where a woman was, they were in the air, they 30,000 feet up, cruising, tray tables are out, drinks and carts are flowing down the aisle, and then all of a sudden this woman gets up, she's like, oh, I think I forgot something. <laughs> oh, shit, where's my baby at? <laughs> I do, I <laughs> <laughs> so she gets up and talks to the flight attendant, talks to the pilot. She's like, hey, can we turn around so I can go grab my baby? And I'm sure <laughs> they were probably like, wait, did you like forget your baby now? Did you forget like something that you referred to as your baby? But no, she forgot an actual whole ass human sitting at the boarding area of this airport. And she just straight up hopped on the flight, strapped herself in, noticed the FTC next to her, didn't think nothing of it, got herself some pretzels. Set a prayer for everything. It is all of a sudden hit her. Like, and the, I mean, props to the pilot and to the airline for being willing to turn around and help this woman out because I'd have been like, look, we'll call someone to get your baby, but you out of luck. You think about the inconvenience. Wait, props? 200, 200 people. I think they'll be fired. I'd be pissed. I'd be like, fuck your little baby. Like, I mean, not fuck your baby. Like, <laughs> wow. Let somebody get the baby, but I got to get somebody. What if somebody had like a connection? That's what I was saying. Exactly. She probably screwed over like, a lot of other people. If people had like a, a time lot of crunch, on the line. she probably just, messed them up. I just have a lot of questions because yeah. I still like, okay, let alone the mother because she's another, t- like, that's another case. All right. So, you are a worker at the airport or at the gate, a stewardess at the gate, and you load everyone onto the plane. Everyone, right? Usually when you, okay, for a mother and her child, usually when she scans her boarding pass, it shows who she's traveling with. Right. So, one, there was there no questions like, oh, there's, you don't have your kid with you? So that's one question. Oh, what happened there? All right. So everyone's on, everyone's on the plane. They probably did 
uh, final call for boarding to wherever this plane was going. Gate closes in 15 minutes. Usually that's when the, the, the track stars are running to the gate trying to get on, right? Mm-hmm. You're telling me that as the person at the desk, you're telling me you, see a, you mm. didn't see any kid there just by themselves. Mm. Probably, cry, probably crying. Probably, unless yeah. unless this kid is like, pro- uh, crying and you don't say, wait, did do you want to hold the plane? There's a kid out here. Let's just make sure the manifest doesn't show she's supposed to be on this on this flight. I'm just like, what, like, how does that not work? Like, how does that just not happen? I think I have a pretty good idea how it happened though, Loki. Oh, here we go. Because I think, look, <laughs> so peek this. These airline people, they don't get paid a ton of money. They they don't like make six figures to be out here caring about us. They just want to make sure you get on a plane. You ain't got no weapon on you. You don't cause no trouble. So they didn't care too much to check all that. This woman was probably, or whoever it was, uh, the flight attendant or the flight person who was at the gate was probably like, look, my shift about to end. Somebody a little ass baby here, but he's sleepy. He all right. Nobody. <laughs> she probably just went to the bathroom and she'll be back. I'm about to go ahead and clock out. I ain't even mad at them because if it was me, like Brian said, fuck that little baby. <laughs> I ain't about to miss that my real, man. <laughs> Ryan. I ain't about to miss my flight, lose my job or nothing because someone else can't remember to keep track of that baby. Hey, we missing a bigger point. That lady ain't want that baby. I think she, she had to have been on drugs or something like that because that doesn't make any sense. Honestly. That's not plotting, normal. She's been plotting to get rid of that kid for probably since about month three. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this baby too much. We don't like each other. I'm gonna take this flight. <laughs> Somebody will care for it, I'm sure. But let me hurry up and get on this plane, and hopefully the plane to take off. Uh, and I, they won't even remember it. She probably only said something when they got that high, so she wouldn't get in trouble. Like no way they'll turn back around. <laughs> they'll just take the care from me. I'm good. Oh, she probably but, felt guilty, so she had to figure out something to like. Dang, I can't do this anymore. I left my baby. Yeah. Like, uh, baby dad was like, look, don't you show up at that gate without my kid. Damn, I guess. Where the baby yeah. at? Come on. <laughs> look, the air, air traffic control, they didn't believe the pilots. when They said that they're turning back around. Yeah, exactly. They said you have to act again. They <laughs> said, right. said, wait, what What'd you say? You got to come right for a baby. And that guy was like, yes, a mother left her baby at the gate. <laughs> Can we come back? And like, off like, twice if you're being hijacked and this is cold. Nobody <laughs> believe in that. <laughs> Man. So, I mean, and this isn't, I mean, this is definitely the worst thing that's been going on with the babies lately, but there's also been a whole group of people out here who've been wilding with their children and all for the like, all for social media likes. So, there's a new challenge going around. Hopefully, it's dead, died down by now. I don't think there's too many people out here still doing it, but. The past couple of weeks, there's been a challenge called like the cheese challenge. So things like hashtag cheese or hashtag cheese or something like that. And essentially what it means is that you throw a piece of cheese at your baby. Like, so it started off with babies and moved on to dogs and grandparents, things of that nature. But more often than not, if you first this, you'll find videos, pictures or gifts or whatever of people throwing a piece of cheese at their baby. Like literally a craft single just flying at the kid's head. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I laughed my ass off at this. <laughs> I definitely enjoyed taking this information in and watching these videos, but I still gotta feel like any parent out here who just throwing food at their kid for the internet, like what, what are you doing? Who's man? Who's man? Y'all seen any of these? Yep. And I mean they literally like so the video will start where the kids just sitting there minding their business, doing what they do. 
chilling, trying to understand how the world works. Like, barely holding and, up their head. <laughs> right. <laughs> and next thing you know, a big-ass craft single is taking up three-fourths of their head. <laughs> <laughs> and most of the time, they just confused as fuck, because, I mean, they're baby. They don't even know what, what just happened. Look, and, and, <laughs> and the parents ain't placing it out there. It's not like they're no placing it. They're like, <laughs> it's like baby smiling, like, oh, mom, you about to feed me. What? <laughs> right to the point. And I'm just like, first of all, why are you disrespecting the baby like that? No, first of all, why are you wasting good cheese? Right. <laughs> this dirty baby face. Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, that's a good piece of cheese we can use later. My mom would have whipped my ass if I tried that with my little brother or sister. <laughs> and then made me eat the cheese. Like, <laughs> like yep. nah. Some crazy people. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I got too much time with y'all here. That's the problem. Like, everybody need to go find a hobby. Uh, you got, you, you <laughs> feel me yourself putting cheese on babies. You got the, the, the Thai pot kids from the other year. Every year is something new that y'all doing just to be wasteful. Like, do something productive. I think that's what we said last time. Like, come on, travel the world like the finesse queen. Like, come on, be better, <laughs> do better. Jeez. And, like, how is this even really a prank? Like, we're getting real lazy. Like, first of all, you can't <laughs> prank babies. Babies don't know what's going on, so you can't prank them. Everything is a prank to them because they can't even register what's happening. Second of all, you just throwing a piece of cheese at them? Like, really? It's got a five-second prank is this. Wow. <laughs> it, it, you throw it, and it's over. Wow. Have y'all seen any black babies do it? No. I've only I saw, seen white. I saw one, but it wasn't as dramatic. She, like, She's. I feel like she's the only mom that actually placed the cheese on the baby. <laughs> <laughs> she literally, like, she went to, like, throw it really hard. And I think mid-throw, she realized, what am I doing to my child? And then she just, like, laid it. <laughs> she just laid it on the baby, and the baby smiled, and it was cute. See, blah, blah, blah. I, I feel like a black baby would fight back, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, put up them hands. Throw like, it right back. <laughs> What's wrong with you, dog? Like, you doing? <laughs> What's what we doing today? Are you the one to give me the milk now? Okay, so this is what she thought. <laughs> Let's go. Screw up. <laughs> no, I just can't wait for about 10 to 15 years from now when these babies grow up and they looking at these old videos or pictures from their parents' social media and they just see this one like, oh, look at me sitting here looking all cute. Damn, bang with the cheese and flies to their face. Like, face, mom. That's why I'm not graduating no time now. <laughs> like, that's why I'm not so tolerant. Wow. Like a cheese on my head. My life. Face, mom. <laughs> Can we take a a quick second to talk about these challenges? Because I'm kind of, I'm just a little annoyed about them. So we have this cheese challenge. And then recently, I don't know why this is something that's like, the whole bands don't flip like. Oh yeah, I've seen, I've seen that. And oh, yeah. they, but guys, it's physics. You have a thick sole when you toss it. Obviously, the exactly. weight of the sole is gonna bring it back Go to, to the like bottom. what? Exactly. Like, come on, what is what is going on? Why well, is that entertaining? Why is that entertaining? <laughs> Why is that getting? Look, our podcast. We we say something. We're doing something. So what you're telling me is that we should get our podcast and start throwing vans to get viral hits? Is that what you're trying to say? Because everybody. Video will be up but, tomorrow. Yeah, just wait look. for it. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, <dance> trip. <laughs> that, I just don't get that, really. I guess how it started was in the college dorm. And look, I guess you're right. When you're in the college dorm, you don't got much. You got to find, <laughs> find any source of entertainment when you're there. 
but I'm a little over these challenges. And I think Ron hit it. We're getting lazy. Yeah, let's get back to the real challenges, like the cinnamon challenge or or dance, like the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, I can't, I can't dance. I ain't gonna sign up for that. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, well, I want challenges where people die. Oh, like I want an actual challenge. No, I'm going too far. <laughs> and Nicole, this is the evil guy on the podcast. I see <laughs> Ron, Ron the Don. I mean, is it a challenge if you just throw a piece of cheese? Ain't a challenge. <laughs> is your baby not? Right. Oh, uh, um, anyways, but look, all of our parents out there, please don't do this to your babies. Please don't forget about them in public places. Please don't throw food at them. I feel, I feel, it's so sad that we even have to get to this point where this is necessary to tell people, but <laughs> don't, th- don't throw food at your kids. <laughs> just just take care of the babies, all right? They need us, and they're the future. Don't ruin their lives by giving them a concussion with a piece of cheese. Right. What is the irony in this, man? We used to grow don't play with your food, now you're getting thrown and making vibes. Literally playing with your food. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally what? playing with it. All right, you can't even be mad at the baby for throwing food at you now because you don't. He learned from watching you. Well, hey, I bet I bet they do. Don't play with your food, Carter. Oh, you weren't saying that shit last week with that piece of cheese hitting you in the forehead. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mom, go on your go on your Twitter. Look at what you're doing to me. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was ten months old, Mom. I couldn't defend myself. <laughs> you throw cheese at me. Oh. All right, let's, let's go ahead and keep it moving. We got a whole nother group of people out here doing stuff for their kids that ain't right, but in a whole different way. Mm. Go ahead and tell us what's going on. Speaking B. of parents, don't do stuff to your kids. Don't do this. So today it was announced that uh, there was a – I'm pulling up my notes. I did write notes this time. Okay, the largest – college cheating scam ever prosecuted by the U.S. Department of Justice. Now, what could that be? Well, it started back, uh, I think, last year when seven students in New York were arrested uh, when it was found out that they were cheating on the SAT. Um, And basically, they hired one student to take the test for them. Uh, This led, obviously, investigators to uh, see that this was happening all around the country. And the ringleader actually pled guilty in a $25 million nationwide college admissions cheating, cheating scam. And it, I think it's getting so much traction because obviously there are some famous people included when you're talking about that much money. Uh, you're talking about people like uh, Emmy, winner, uh, Emmy winners, Felicity Huffman. Uh, you might remember her from, I think it was uh, Desperate Housewives was her show. Uh, or Auntie Becky mm-hmm. from Full House. Full House. Full House. Yep. Mm. Auntie whole ass Becky? Auntie fine ass Becky from Full House. Okay, I'm sorry. I got emotional because that was my show. <laughs> uh, uh, she might be going to jail though. Michelle is Michelle Saver. Oh, uh, but uh, they they were included in this and actually uh, Felicity Huffman was arrested today uh, as part of this investigation. And apparently what they're doing is paying people to get their kids accepted into um, prestigious universities and colleges across the country. Yeah. So basically their kid is not good enough, not skilled enough, not smart enough, not talented enough to get into the school on their own merit. 
So their rich ass parents are coming from behind and saving their day and forcing them into these institutions and probably most likely duh, taking away that spot from a more deserving student. Um, now call me crazy, but I was, I was told, I don't know, maybe I'm thinking of this wrong, but I was told that that, that was the definition of why affirmative action was so bad because people of color or people uh, from a disadvantaged background was allowed preferential treatment into different schools and different universities uh, over what some people say were more deserving students. Uh, I don't think we're going to hear that same argument this time. I could probably promise you guys, but what do you guys think about the story and does it piss you off as much as it does me? Because when I read it or heard about it, my skin was literally crawling because I was so pissed off. Because uh, it's something I feel like we always knew was probably happening. I mean, <laughs> some, uh, I don't want to be petty, but someone brought up George Bush earlier, like, hey, all made sense now. Uh, something we all knew was happening, but something you never could prove. And now you see that this is uh, not only provable, but hey, they're actually being arrested for it. So what do you guys think? I, th I thought they were first. arrested. I thought they were I thought they were just gonna get fined. Arrested? That's kinda that's kinda wild. That might be a reach. Cause <laughs> like I mean, yeah, they did something that's illegal, but to be arrested for that, that seems like a reach. I feel like they should just be fined a high amount of money. But to actually like possibly go to jail, I don't think I can rock with that. That might be a too harsh of a punishment for them. Honestly, why do you why do you think that's a harsh punishment? Because it's like I don't, it's like I don't know. Yes, they broke the law, but to go to jail is like you did something that really really affected someone. Yes, it pro it might have taken a spot for someone else, which sucks, but it didn't really harm someone. I feel like most times when people go to jail, it should be for something that put harm in someone's way. But for this, mm. it was wrong. But I don't I wouldn't say it, it actually physically or potentially harmed anyone. So they should just have to lose money. Like they shouldn't be fined a small amount of money. They should be fined like something that will actually hurt their pockets because the people are rich already. So they should just be fined a large amount. But to go to jail, I think that's kind of a reach. Like, sheesh, that's crazy. I don't think they should go to jail for that. I don't. I think to be fair, like I don't, I bet highly that none of these people will ever see the inside of the jail. That's so uh, exactly. Nah, they definitely won't go and they're going to pay money. Yeah, they'll get off. They'll get a slap on the wrist. We probably won't be talking about this in another year. But I think that, hey, you broke the law. I mean, I'm reading some of the things that these people did. Felicity Huffman paid uh, $15,000 and disguised it as a charitable donation so that her older daughter could take part in the college, college entry uh, cheating scam. Um, now it's weird because she was indicted, but her husband wasn't. I mean, I'm sure there's more to that story as to why. I mean, it probably helps that he's on a very, very successful television show right now, I imagine, but uh, that's neither here nor there. But if you read it, you read some of the stories on what these people were doing, how they were manipulating the system, how they were having other kids walk in and take exams in place of their children and how they were doing it not only with one child but with multiple kids so it was like almost a plan like hey you ain't got to worry about it some of these kids even stated that they knew that they weren't they didn't want to go to college or knew that they weren't prepared for college but their parents forced them to do it anyway uh 
I don't feel bad for either. I don't feel bad for none of these people. I feel like this is shitty. It's shitty because how many kids were not able to go to their dream school because they had to lose their spot to one of these kids? Or how many of these kids worked all their life and maybe, you know, worked so hard to go to some one of the most prestigious schools in the country only to receive that denial letter and say, hey, you can't get in because, or you were waitlisted because we had too many students accepted. Mm. That's shitty. So I, like before, I, when I first uh, read the article, I was in the whole, um, they need to go to jail, right? And the reason, the reason I thought that, and before Nicole made her comment and made me think about it, which um, <clears throat> is, had me think twice right now, but the more reason I was like, they need to go to jail because Nicole made a comment about there was no harm done to anyone. There was um, nothing that physically caused harm to someone, but I still do think there was some harm done to someone mentally. I think, I think someone, one of those kids, a, a lot of those kids, trust me, were probably mentally hurt because now they were, imagine, <clears throat> think about, at least for me, I've been, I was denied to getting into a, a college, right? And the first thing that came to my mind out of high school is I'm not good enough to go to that college. I'm not smart enough. I don't think my everyone else that's going there that I might think that I was better than or academically was was getting in and I wasn't. And now I'm pointing a finger to myself with what am I doing wrong to get there, right? And this is as a 16-year-old, you know, 16, 17-year-old. Now imagine you are a kid from – and I had – I feel like to me, it was, I, I was privileged, right? Now imagine someone who didn't have the same life as I did. So a kid from the hood, a kid from the suburb or the, an urban area for, who didn't have access to, to the same things these rich kids have access to every single day and don't have to work for. And they worked hard, so hard to go to the test prepping, however way they went to study hard, extra hours, do all these things. And then they didn't get into this school. And then years later, and they've probably been thinking about it, years later today, they found out I could have been one of those kids that could have been in that school because I actually had, I actually had all the credentials on paper to be there. But yeah. someone bought me out. Mentally, that will mess you up yeah. if that's all you have. If, you, if your goal was the only way I'm getting out of this situation is I need to get to school. I need to get this education. So you put all this work in, all this stuff you have to do. You go through nights without food, nights with all this. And I might be going extreme, but these are most of the time, these are what these kids are going through. Mm -hmm. So I do think people were harmed mentally. They might not have been physically harmed, but I think that mental morale that just depletes when you, don't, when you work for something so hard and don't get it. And then now you find out years later why you didn't get in because there was a possibility that that spot that was taken from you could have been for, for you, yeah. it hurts. But to Brian's point, when I, when I finished reading the article, if these people have money in institutions, there is no way they're going to be in, in an institution called jail in the first place. Because I guarantee you they have some sort of money there too. Mm-hmm. Another thing I thought about is... In the article, I think from USC, one of the, I don't know if it was the president, she was saying like, uh, we've fallen victim to these horrible 
this horrible crime and we're going to do everything we can. And I almost, I just kind of stopped reading because you can't tell me as a president of the university that you didn't know anything about this. You weren't this. aware, exactly. Uh, go you weren't. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, I can't believe that my head soccer coach was accepting students. Even if, okay, even if not that, because the athletic thing just kind of blew me over. The NCAA rules everything. Everything they know when a stu- they know when a student gets on campus. They know clearing house. They know all these things about these athletes when they get there. Hence, why all these crazy um, you hear all these schools losing titles and losing because they missed a step in the whole recruiting process, right? Mm-hmm. How the the biggest institution of athletics in college missed this? How? <laughs> because, to me, in my opinion. They're, they're, there's money going to them too in some shape yeah. so they're gonna keep quiet so these presidents saying oh my gosh i can't believe there was something in my backyard and i didn't know about it come on nobody believes that no one believes that you know what this story made me think of like when i first heard it uh when you grow up and i had a lot of parent my parents i had family members i had mentors and people i look up to always tell me you know, you got to work twice as hard. You got to work twice as hard to ju- get just as far as everybody else. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, why I got to work so much harder? <laughs> like, why can't, why can't they work harder to get to where I'm at? And it's like, yeah, you'll understand one day. And you, I saw it in college. I, obviously, I saw it in college. I saw it throughout my professional career. But then you hear stories like this and you're like, oh, okay. Like, I'm never gonna. I'm not that I'm never gonna be on their level, but they got such a leg up on everything. Like they didn't even have to worry about waiting for that admissions letter to come in, or you know, holding your breath to see like, oh my god, is my you know financial aid gonna go through, or you know, all the stress that comes with higher education. I looked at some of my peers while I was in college and saw that they didn't know any of that stuff that I was going through and couldn't even couldn't even empathize with me to see like, oh, that's a thing? Like, why don't you just ask your parents to do it? I actually had somebody tell me that. And not saying that those people are part of this or that they, you know, didn't work very hard to get to where they are. But it just kind of pisses you off to see that there are some people out there who just benefit off of their last name, benefit off of how much money is in their parents' bank account, uh, benefit off of the access that their parents have. It's just, it's unfortunate. And it's, <clears throat> I just pray for those kids who don't have that. That's it's, un- it's unfortunate, but it's not surprising to me also at the same time, because this has been happening since high school boosters. Your parent, the parent of the kid that gave the most money to the athletic booster most of the time, got a lot of PT time, like got a lot of playing time, and they weren't that good. But because their mon- their parents were donating this much, or because their parents had a special name in the school, or there was this legacy passed down from generation to generation, and you happen to not get it, and their kid who is working hard this whole life to get to where they are now as far as sports, they're not playing because nobody knows them. Right. So if it was I'm just I'm more surprised that they're just catching it now, because yeah. I think Ron said made a comment in our group and was like, man, there's there have probably been little organizations doing this 
on a lower level that have been going on forever. No one's saying anything. They're probably still going on as we speak right now. You know? Mm. Just once, just one slip up, you got caught. I guarantee there's somebody out there that knows someone who was arrested today. And they're like, damn, you got caught? Shit, they didn't get us. And let's keep it moving. Us. Let's keep it moving. Right. Let's 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 change our let's change our um strategy a little bit. Right. Now look, even though we are, you know, going in on this, I will say, like Brian said earlier too, their plan was really strategic to the point of do you did you read the list of at least from like the athletic stand, uh, aspect of it where they were only going to the head coaches that didn't make any money from the school for being a head coach. Mm. So they went to the tennis programs. Yeah. They went to the soccer programs. They went to the volleyball programs. They went to the golf programs to forge all these fake athletes to get in there. You know, all these, all these programs in most big name schools that don't make money for the school. So of course, if you say, hey, I'm going to pay you 10K to just sign this kid for whatever, for just for the month or something, and then once they get into the school, you can release them. Of course they're going to say, yeah, they don't get that money. I thought there was that one tennis coach that got like 400 grand. Shit, that's a hard offer to turn down. Just let some kid come through for a couple hey, <laughs> Like 400 grand, and you, go, and you go to some small school, the kids don't like you, you don't like your job, and someone comes like, hey, can you sign this kid for a month? I'll give you 400K. Uh, nine times out of 10, they're going to take it. I mean, shoot, even us, like, we've never seen $400,000 $400, just thrown at us. Exactly. You're going to think about it. <laughs> You're going to think about it. Like, ah. Mm. So, hey, those, those uh, college students right now, or if you're a high schooler and you happen to listen to this, just keep working hard. Your yeah. time will your your time will uh, will come, and whether or not whether you're not part of the whole, um, you don't have everything like all these other people. Just keep doing your thing because whatever happens to you will come to light, and just like these people, what happens in the dark came to light for them in the bad. So just keep working. Wait to yep. go back to the um the, the scandal real quick. Will mm-hmm. they kick the kids? Will they kick the kids out the school or no? They, they can't. Stay. They can't do that, right? Do that. Well, they can. They, they, I don't know. I think they can because it's like you cheated. You falsified your resume, basically, or saying that you passed all these tests, so you technically didn't. So you cheated. Yeah, there are a lot of them who cheated, or either on the ACT or SAT. So I'm sure those ones, if they were still in school, they can get kicked out. But the and ones who parents ones. like paid, like if the if the child was ignorant of it. Like, if they really thought they got enough their own credentials and the parents paid, it would be crazy if they get kicked out. See, I don't think it's possible for most of those kids, though, because, like, right. you, okay. you know you didn't take that test. You know you don't play soccer. You know yeah. that picture was photoshopped. Like, true, true, you true, can, true, true. You, you can play innocent all you want, but you knew at the end of the day you weren't supposed to be there. Yeah. But before we move on, you know, I look at look at it a little bit differently. So I was kind of just curious. Like, so there was the they mentioned one dollar number was that somebody paid six million dollars for their kid to get into the school. And I just gotta kinda so wonder how dumb was that kid? Like, how dumb are you? <laughs> Why does it take six million dollars to get you into a school? Like at what point did you just like give that kid up for adoption? Hey, y'all really don't like kids this episode. I'm sorry, that's what I'm saying. 
you just look at that kid for the rest of his life like, a oh, piece of filth. Like, I did all that. <laughs> that. Ugh. But, like, I'm on the side with the kids at the same time because really it's not about the kids one bit, especially with these celebrities. It has nothing to do with their kid. It's all about status and how they look. Yeah, exactly, because most of these exactly. big schools, they wanted to pay to get your kid in Yale just so you can say my kid went to Yale or Harvard or all these things. So at the end of the day, it really wasn't about the kids for these rich folks. It's about keeping their status and their picture-perfect family look. Like, I have the money. My kid's smart. What else else do I got, you know? But my thing is, as I'm not a parent, but as I would think as a parent, why would you put your kid through this, right? If you're paying $6 million (laughs) to get your kid to an Ivy League, What's gonna happen once they get there? They're not ready for that. Yeah. They're not ready to to take these hard classes to to this rigorous courses at Harvard. And once probably you more bribing. Pay yeah, pay for them to get there. Uh, more bribing. Degree. I know, like at the school, the school I went to, I know a lot of foreign exchange students who are paying people to do their work. I know a lot. So I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, if it, I'll give a foreign foreign exchange student an excuse because most of the time their parents just sent them. You going here? Mm. You know, and it's like you're going, and for me at least, the foreign exchange students that I've had in contact with most of the time from China, it's not a choice. You're coming here, you're getting an education, you're coming back home to show what you did. So you have to prove yourself that whatever you're doing there is going to be sufficient for you to come back to our country and provide and make our economy better, right? True, true, but for true. some, for some of those kids who were sent here just to send, their parents were are in the same exact boat like these guys. They have money; they're just going to send their kid to a foreign country to do school because they can. Yeah. And what happens when those kids get here most of the time? As Ron and Brian maybe have seen this being as OCATs at Michigan State, some of these kids have no idea what's going on. At all. Zero. Mm-hmm. Zero yep. idea. They're failing so all sad. their classes. They have their failing all how, their classes. How honest can we be on this podcast? Like, can we say, can we say names or we got to, like, keep it, like, Restricted kind of. Hey, that's on you. Mm. If you say a name, they're coming for you. That's on you. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so like, let me say. I remember, like, so like, I personally like for me, I legit. I did one Saturday maybe he likes to do his work, right? Uh-huh. It got to the point one day we was at the library and I was helping him. You said what? Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was helping him do um one of his assignments, like, and he paid good. So I was like, all right, whatever. One of my friends pulled up and asked him his major. Homeboy straight looked at me like what? <laughs> Wait, what? I swear, I swear. When I made it again, I was like, "Bro, what? What?" That's when I was like, "All right, yes." Like, what you say in this fact? Like, yeah, they just they just want to get get done and bleed. And he literally looked at me, and I'm like, "Bro, what?" And that day, that's when I was that's when I was like, "Wow, this is crazy." Oh man, that's funny. He legit looked at me, bro. But then I know, I, then I know other ones who who really like out here doing anything. Like I know like a couple of them that's in the dental school now. So it's like, yeah, it's a mix. One of them I know got kicked out. Like he straight flunked and he went back. He had to go back to Riyadh because he was just taking L's and he was at VCU. So it's like, yeah, yeah it's a mix. Some of them take it serious. Some of them don't. You're some literally. Wanna, I feel like yeah. you're in that aspect. You're literally setting your kid up for failure in life. Yeah. Period. Like, True. and you see that a lot. Like. Okay, you paid this money and your kid now is in Yale. Now what? You're yeah, not gonna be yes. at Yale twenty four seven. Yeah. You can't pay for every little thing in life. Mm-hmm. You might have the money, but there are other aspects outside of school, outside of work that you don't can't handle. 
what's going to happen if your kid con- is in contact with other people and has to communicate and has to make moves and he's just going to throw money? That's sometimes disrespect and someone's going to catch hands. Yeah. You know, what is, what's going to happen then? You know, like, it's, it's insane. It's stupid. But hey, at the end of the day, what, what, we live in a capitalistic world. Money buys, money rules, oh. money talks. Hey, real and quick. And they're right, and they're right from the screen. real quick i didn't see the full list of everyone who was indicted but it's real shady that y'all only pointed out the two the two women that we know like yeah exactly that's why i was like they put them on blast like that's the only thing i read was felicity huffman and auntie well i don't know her real name auntie becky um, <laughs> they like as smaller as they said that fifty others are indicted on cheating scandal. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? What they do? But I like shady stuff, so cool. That we are. Uh, All right, so let's go ahead and keep the episode moving, and we make sure we brought Nicole on here for a very special reason, so she can talk to us about things she does and the way she lives her life and some of her experiences. But before we get into that. We gotta pay some bills. Oh, you hear oh, that? we See, got bills that. and we can pay them. We gotta, we gotta pay some bills, and you know what that means? We gotta pay some bills. <laughs> oh, Ron, tell us. Let's go ahead and roll that. All right, and we back. We hope y'all enjoyed that advertisement. We getting big out here. We got real sponsors and all that. Hey, hey. So, yeah, big, big shout out to the Who's Men's Podcast coming up, doing big things. We hopefully they get some more advertisements, more sponsors, and we can keep moving on up, trying to make that real money out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's get down to the main topic for tonight. I'm going to pass it off to my man's comrades to introduce our special guest again and kick off this segment. Oh, yeah. So really, this is the main event. And Finesse Queen has a lot of things I think she can share to us as fellows on the podcast, as well as our listeners. Um, She's a young, educated Black woman, and she's finishing up her college career. And yet, even with the busyness of school and work, she still manages to travel the world and not just domestically, but internationally and manages what I would call her side, her her business, not even her side, it's her business. And Nicole, just give us a little breakdown of... What interested you to like start traveling? Like, what made you say start I want to start? Tra- yeah, I would say literally, it's crazy. Maybe like what year was it? I think it was spring break of 20, 2016, I think spring break of twenty sixteen. Me and my friends was like, all right, let's take a trip. You know, everyone's always everyone always goes to Miami, like does like that crap. So, but we like to go like where the crowd isn't. So we went to Myrtle Beach and we drove. Like we rented a whole we rented a whole van. And we drove to Myrtle Beach. That was like my first like trip, trip for for like when I was young. I used to travel with family like every two years, but I don't really remember that much because I was young. But like the first time I like actually traveled like with with friends on my own was like 2016 spring break, Myrtle Beach. And then I was like, yo, this is fun. And then and then I met a dude in 2017, and he always wanted to travel, but never had anybody to go with. So then that's when I really started making moves. Like 2017, I was like, yo, this is a you can you can go. As a student, you can afford it, and it's fun. I was like, all right, bet. Then I got like addicted to traveling. So, so 
when you first started traveling, was it just odd going, just like the two of you guys, or uh, you know well, exactly well, what you were going to do? I would try, it, it would be like two things. Like I would try. It would be like I would take squad trips with me and my girls sometimes. Squad. And trip. then and then I just do trips with him. Like he was he's like the homie. Like we talked for a little bit, but like he's more like the homie than like my boyfriend. We actually we dated for like three months, and then we was like, yeah, nah. Uh-huh. This not, <laughs> yeah. and then he was, like, was like, "Nah, we just gonna keep it as friends because he got issues that I can't say anyways." So yeah, we just gonna leave that like that. Ooh. But like, yeah, so like that's a word, right? That's a word. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't awkward at all. It's like it's always fun. It's always fun. Like I like to travel with people who don't like drama. So like it's always a good time. It gets annoying because I don't drink. That's like I don't okay. drink at all. And then he he drinks. It's like mm. there will be times where he wants to like go buy alcohol. We have to like, he's cheap. He's cool. She's funny enough. We're both cheap. So like when we travel, we like we we don't like to take Ubers. Like we like to walk. If we can't walk, then we'll take like an Uber or something like that. But other than that, we like to walk. So I'll be tired. He may be trying to walk this many this long to go to the liquor store to get this to get that. I'm like, bro, like I'm here too. Like don't forget, we're not about to just be walking all the places just to get stupid liquor. But other than that, it was always fun because she likes to have fun. I like to have fun. So everything usually worked out for the most part. Have you taken a solo dolo trip yet? See, that's the one thing I have not done yet. And everybody keeps, I keep telling myself that I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then every time I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. I end up inviting somebody and be like, yo, come be my photographer. Or come be like my <laughs> cameraman. Some stuff like that. <laughs> yo, Ron and Brian, this, this, this finesse queen here has interns now. Hey, <laughs> interns! I got two interns. I respect us. She got interns out here with her traveling. I got two interns. One is nineteen. One is twenty. Turning twenty-one this month. Are you for real? Got interns? Yeah, they're my interns, literally. So what they, do they do with their internship? So what they do for my internship is that let's say I'm like busy and I like it's like small stuff. They don't they don't they don't work too often, but they they get good benefits from from when from when they do work. So like <laughs> when. They, <laughs> Whenever I need sneaker stuff, like let's say I'm busy, or I need someone to like. A lot of times when you're doing sneaker stuff, they limited to like one per person. Mm-hmm. So like, if I need somebody, they're the first two people that I call. The first two that I call. Um, if I need somebody to like do like I do, I also do like online raffles for sneakers. So obviously, I want to increase my chances. So I try to get more people to do it. They always got to do it. Um, just basic like little little things that will benefit me if I'm busy. They help out with. And then they get intern benefits. So they get free flights sometimes, food when they want. Uh, if we do travel together, I'll, if it's like an expensive flight, I'll cover like their hotel fees or just di- little, little things, buy them sneakers sometimes. So it's little, little stuff, but they, they get hey, interns. They learn. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, little, little. Like, They're like, learning. Can I be internship with my application? <laughs> right. Everybody keep asking you to be interested. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of them is funny. Like, I was looking at her page. Like, her Instagram page, like from when she first went her Instagram, and then when she started interning, you see the difference. Like Shawty got international trips now, you know the swag changing up. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, you know, rocking Jordans now, exclusive shoes. I'm like, all right, all right. You see the difference. <laughs> see the difference. So, question for you because this came up on our trip um, that we just came off off of because there was obviously one girl and then two guys and i'm wondering like when you travel 
what are some things that you have to maybe pay attention to that guys wouldn't notice or they don't have to pay attention to when you're traveling, you know, abroad or domestically? Uh, I haven't really noticed any differences, to be honest. Like, but like, I know, like, when we do, like, our spring break trip, most times, mainly it's girls and one guy. Like, it's always one of our one friends, Darrell. He always comes with us, and he's usually the only guy. And I don't think it's that, isn't that, like, any differences between the two. Like, what did, what did you have in mind, like, for your trip? What did you notice that was different? Well, like, I was thinking more so, like, safety or... Oh, like, safety, safety. Okay, okay, yeah. I get you, I get you, I get you. So, yeah, so for me, whenever I travel internationally, I always like a guy with me. Like, always just because, I don't know, it's just a sense of safety that always comes with the guy being around. When it's, like, into, like local domestic trips in the States, I don't really care about that. But, like, so, for example, like, Bangkok, when we went to Thailand, well, this whole Thailand, Singapore, Qatar, Qatar trip, I didn't go with a male. This is my first time leaving the continent without a male. Like, when I went to Iceland, I had my homeboy. Went to Mexico, I had my cousin. So it was always, like, a male with us when we go somewhere. So this was the first time it was all females, and I was kind of nervous about it. So one thing that we did is that instead of staying in a um, hotel, we stayed in hostels. But, like, nice hostels, not trash hostels. Like swag, 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 <laughs> swag. So we stayed in a hostel, and in every hostel we went, we, we met one guy that would hang out with us. So that was that was that that's where we did the little the whole we gotta know thing, cause like yeah it's just I don't know people act different when there's guys around like yeah. they won't try certain things with the guys there just because they know that you know what I'm saying that's not gonna go. Now we're gonna get a little deep with you real quick, but Brian and Bishak obviously haven't met you or got to interact with you, but from what I know, guys, is that Nicole is one of probably the friendliest person I've ever met in my life and I mean by friendless is that she might be a stranger to you but by the end of the day she's your best friend right and that she reacts with it she interacts with everyone in that manner so my first question to you is because from what it seems like you don't you're not afraid of rejection right so what gave you that like courage or um boost to just go for it you know because as a a black woman, you already have all these stereotypes and stigmas to you, on you that you know most most black women are are mean or aggressive or are stuck up, don't want to talk to you, you know. And you're doing all these traveling, and you document this, and literally by the start of your trip and by the end of the trip, you have like seven new best friends, you know, <laughs> with all that sure. all diverse groups of people, yeah. whether it's males or females or whoever you are, so. For people who might be listening and have that fear of rejection, um, for you, what made you, what helped you like get over that hump to be like, you know, I'm just gonna go for it? I, one thing that I really, really believe in life is that the worst, you never know till you try. That's one. And then if someone says, ever says no to you, it's like, okay, it's just no. It's not like you died, you didn't get shot, it's just a no. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, everything, it was maybe like 2014. I was in church one day, crazy. I was in church and it was reading something in James. I forgot the exact verse, but I think it's James chapter four. And it talks about like, ye receive not because ye ask not. So mm-hmm. something about that. So so when I when I heard that first time, I was like, all right, but like, it sounds cliche, but that really like made me be like, all right, in life, do what you want. Try anything. You know what I'm saying? The worst you can get is a no. So like, even with the first class thing, like you, you just ask. The worst people say is no. When it comes to like meeting people, I don't know. I'm very like, I'm very open. Like like you said, like it's easy for me to meet people and easy for people to be like, oh, this is a nice person because it's like, I don't know, everything in life is just chill to me. 
Like, but were you? But were you always like that from the jump? There was not a moment in life where you were like a little timid, and then, like you said, See, that this, this, moment. This is the weird. This is weird. I it's weird. People don't believe me. I am a shy person, bro. No one believes me. I am literally shy. Like it's weird. Like I'm shy and not shy at the same time. Like when it comes to crowds, I don't like being in crowds. Like I don't like to go to cookouts. I don't like. You don't like to go to cookouts. Literally, no. <laughs> anything that has to do with public, like a public setting of people that I don't know, I do not like it. Mm. Like I don't like partying. I don't like going to cookouts. I don't like anything where I'm in a large space of people that I do not know. But it's weird because if you put me in that, I will talk to everybody. So it's like, I don't know. It's just like, I'm shy and not shy at the same time. When I was younger, I would say I was I was the same as I am now, but I was a little bit more reserved. Like, you know, you know, the movie like Bernie Dance. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm the type of person, like, I'll be in public and I'll do that and not care what anybody has to say. Like, I'll just be like, it's funny. I'm going to do it. So it's like some people said that I, I wad out a lot. Like I just do whatever and I don't really care. But it's yeah, like I'm shy at the same out. time. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's like <laughs> I do I do whatever, but I'm but I'm shy at the same time. So it's like I feel like I was mainly always like that. I got I became a little bit more open. Like as I got older, like I stopped caring about like you know people's opinions and stuff like that. Because I remember like you like you said like some stone stereotypes like oh black people don't longboard. And on top of that, I'm a female and I longboard a lot. So like I remember one time I was on the HBCU campus longboarding, bro. People was looking and people was looking at me like I had Ebola. Like it was just, <laughs> the vibe Whoa. was so awkward, bro. It was so awkward. And you said but you like, were at HBCU. I, yeah, I was at Morgan State University longboarding in Baltimore, and it was just like, who is this foreign individual that is doing this weird activity? Mm. Like it was the weirdest thing ever. But yeah, I don't know. I really don't. I don't really care about like people's opinions. On certain things like if i think it's fun or if i think it's funny i'm gonna just go ahead and do it and enjoy myself but i, I won't be like obnoxious and like ruin somebody's day like i'll do stuff that's like chill like i join a lot but i won't really join on you the first time i meet you because people take that the wrong way mm-hmm. so like once i become your friend oh my god i will join you to to the to like forever like that just comes with being my friend i will roast you to the end but oh. like yeah certain thing i just oh, yeah <laughs> i will roast you to the end <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> I will end you. End your life. <laughs> no cap, man. No cap. And I got that from my parents. I've noticed that my parents they join a lot, and I realized it in like twenty. We went to a wedding one day, my whole family, and my parents was literally sitting there just roasting people, and I was like, "What is going on?" So I realized that's where I got it from. It's from them. Mm. It's normal to me. That's what's up. <laughs> so, would you say that this? Um, I would say, uh, I guess I could say carefree living in the aspect is what helps you finesse a lot of your deals yes most definitely most definitely because so let us, like i let remember us, like, let us hear some deals you like we're gonna okay, get to the like, main we're gonna get to the main we're gonna get to the main focus of deals but oh okay so I want, like, I we want to know like your small deals where you're especially with your traveling because that's where you i feel like you get all your deals yeah. <laughs> so like i forgot what it was it was something i was with one of my asian homeboys and I don't remember where or what we was doing, but it was something. And it we, we pretty much, I was trying to get something for free or discounted. And he was just like, oh, no, 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 we can't do that. And I was like, bro, just, we could just ask. And he was like, I mean, it doesn't say we can do that. So what's the point of even asking? And I was like, bro, what do you mean? Let's just ask. I asked and it worked. And he was just like, what? So it was like, literally, just, yeah, don't be, I feel like he was nervous. I don't know, but... Like I said, the worst thing we we'll say is no. You're not gonna get shot 
for asking, can you have it for free? Or can I get a discount? Or trying to finesse. So it's like, people just be, they they just, you said what? Pull over? You pull over, because that is a word. (laughs) Like, I hate people don't want you to use your gift because they're embarrassed of their of themselves. Repercussions. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Let me go and embarrass myself <laughs> for us to hopefully mutually gain something exactly. better. Exactly, get something. I hate that so much. So many people are like, oh, why'd you have to go talk to that person? Why'd you have to go do that? Then when we in VIP or having drinks or now we know the owner and they're giving us free food. They're like, oh, that's really cool that that person helped us out. Like, no, nah, you didn't even want me to go up there and talk to them. Or you, you were clowning me because I was talking. Oh, you talk to people too much. Like, I felt that. I felt that on the spiritual level. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's chill. It's just ass. So, like, let me think. So, like, small little stuff that I do. Um, So, with spirit. They, you know, Spirit, the cheap, mm. cheap airline. That's that's one thing. Everyone has so so much bad to say about Spirit. I actually like Spirit. Like, they, I'm with you on that. I don't, I don't be having issues with them. They, they be chill. So, um, so you know, I get the little discounts or whatever. So, the ch- I get the flights for cheap. So, one thing I don't pay for the with Spirit, I never pay for luggage. With Spirit, because the flights are so cheap, they make you pay for either carry on or check bag. So when I when I first started traveling with them. Oh, I never really use check bags. I always like fit all my stuff into a backpack and a carry on because I, I like to travel light. So yeah, the first time I flew with them, I paid for the carry on, you know, like a good person. And I'm just like, okay, these people don't even, they don't even check. So nope. I was like, all right, let me go ahead and test. So first time I tested it, I went there, I had a duffel bag and a, a, carry, a duffel bag and a personal item. So a duffel bag and a book bag. What you're supposed to do is that the book bag is free because that's a personal item. But the duffel bag should be carry-on. So I tried it. You know, it didn't pay for nothing. Just paid for my flight. I went. They didn't say nothing. That was one. Traveled five times after that. Every time after that, I did the same thing. Did not pay for carry-on. And that was it. I got it for free. So it's like, I just paid for my cheap flight and kept it moving. So when I went to Mexico with all my friends, I told them all about the finesse. And they was nervous, like big, big nervous. So I'm like, bro, like, we're going to be good. I do this all the time. Not one of us paid for our for our um suitcases. Like and you all said, you get a on. duffel bag, and a, a duffel bag and book bag. Wow. So with other airlines that might be free, but with Spirit, like if y'all take Spirit, y'all know that you get free personal item. Anything else, you got to pay for. You got to pay for carry on, and you got to pay for check bag. But I don't be paying for carry on. And it, and on their boarding pass, it will say no yep. carry on. <laughs> it literally says that on the boarding pass, and I still bring it, and they don't say anything. <laughs> But wow. they, there's some, there's some spirit people. I know it at a uh, uh, Dulles. They be on it. The lady at the before you even get to your to the security checkpoint, the lady who who's at the very first of the line that reads your boarding pass to make sure you're going to the right gate or right section. She always looks at your bag. I've seen people try to finesse. <laughs> Not that I want to block you or anything, block your blessings, uh, Nicole. But there's people who have done that exact same thing, and the lady was like, uh-uh, come back. <laughs> Put your bag in here. <laughs> Put your bag in this little thing to measure it. Fail. She's like, you got to go to the pay. You got to go to the kiosk and pay. But, hey, don't block your blessings. I feel like even that's not really that bad, though. Either you get your free bag or you have to pay what you have to pay anyways. I'm going to start taking that risk. I'm going to try that, too. I, I always do. The best thing to do is spirit like the play. I don't know why it. people you – can, you can save so much money and go where you need to go. Especially if you're not going for a long time. 
Just take the flight. All right. What you need to get is an Osprey 40 liter backpack, travel backpack. You can fit hey, everything. Conrad, they're not sponsoring us. Okay. They should be though, damn it. <laughs> Do we Nicole, are you still there? Dang. Damn. I'm sorry I talked bad about spirit. Damn. They heard us. Hey, but I want to fly Spirit. I need to fly Spirit because it's so expensive to get to Detroit from Dallas. But, man, the horror stories that I've heard is uh, scary, scary, especially Ooh. when – Sorry. I'm about yeah. to roast you AirPod people just in a second. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I saw go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. But you, you – I guess there are ways to get around – uh, always having to pay more money for for what we think is better quality when at the end of the day, hell, we just trying to get home or trying to get to where we got to. Hey. Um, that's why you guys flew to New York first, right? Damn right, that's why. Or is she would have flown to New York? Spent like three days there. That's what it felt like, even though. Yo, <laughs> I'm so mad when I texted Brian, y'all get it, y'all make it to Spain. Oh no, we in uh, New York. Still in New York. You left eight hours left later. Dallas at like ten in the morning or something like that. <laughs> That's nah, a flight yeah. to Spain, ain't it? Isn't it like nine hours, ten hours? It's eight hours. That's how long we were there. We could have been there twice. Dang. But I would, no, I I want to roast her while she's off. I'm gonna wait. Cause are you? Oh, we we are you back? You back, Nicole? Oh no, Rob gone. Oh, you see. No, I'm still here. I think she got off. She's going to pop back on. But I'm going to roast y'all for a second. Look, you can try to talk your little crap. No, we're going to keep – we just keep this going. Are you back? All right, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we hear you. Okay, my phone. All right, ready. So before you start <laughs> talking – go ahead and roast me. I heard yeah. you say you wanted to roast me. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to. Look. Okay. I, both of y'all, I'm waiting for Ron's to die. While we're talking right here, well, you don't. You don't. Really not, my mine never dies. Well, they died. Die they died today. No, no, you know no. Why they die, you know why they died? Today? I've been traveling over the road and I haven't charged them in days. Oh, oh, that's okay. You can flex. You can flex all you want. You can flex all you want, but you know what happened, right? What happened? Ron had to talk some mess at the beginning of this, and that's karma because Ron thought he could flex on us by inc- including you so the karma went to you so <laughs> I just want to let you know that Brian and I's headphones we're good we're just good fine. we're just doing just fine we don't have to worry about no charging we don't have to worry about no I mean it's going to take y'all half an hour to untangle them so I'm sure you ain't going to I don't need to untangle them right now and who's talking mm-hmm. y'all like to hate on us Look, Nicole doing a finesse deal as we speak right now. I I am actually, I am actually. (laughs) (laughs) You know how you live. You know what? Let's get, let's just go right to it. (laughs) So, So, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Ron. All right, switch my So, tell us a little bit more. You got any other finesse uh, tips or tricks you got for us? Okay. 
She said, hold All on. Alright, y'all. So um my fault. I'm I was doing a deal real quick. What? What kind of deal are you doing right now? It's for dancing. <laughs> you hooking it up for the podcast? Hey, hey, yeah, if you're gonna hey, know, come out. Yeah, if you I'm go getting, I'm getting I'm getting everybody stuff. If you it's podcast stuff. <laughs> yo, chill out. If you go on finesse on the podcast live, are you gonna be our sponsor too? Yeah, walk us through it. Let me get my notepad. Okay, so I'm pretty much copping the brand new series for watch for two hundred. So it's a good deal. Uh, what kind of watch? Apple Watch. An Apple Watch. Brand new series for Apple Watch. The ones that just dropped. So how do you get these for two hundred? So how do you get these these products? You just it's all network. Are they hot? Are these products hot? They fall off the back of a truck. All right, thank you. So it's like um, it's it's networking. It's like I don't know. I meet a lot of people in the sneaker community. So it's like when you meet people in the sneaker community, I don't know. They just be having like finessing things, bro. I don't even know. How did you get into the sneaker so, community? Because I was saying this earlier to you, like. Okay. Yeah. See. Most of the time. What is it? Go ahead. Most of the time, like you don't hear a lot of women. At least I've not seen a lot of women doing like sneaker deals no, or, right. you know. Like I feel like we're really having a documentary right I feel now. Like, this like, is real. I like it, right? <laughs> so I'm. How did I get into it? It was funny. The dude. Dude, I was telling you about earlier that I used to travel with Homeboy. Uh-huh. He he's been in the sneaker community for like for years, like since he was in high school. Like he used to host sneaker conventions when he was younger. Like he's he's a hustler, bro. Like so I think I'm a hustler. He I like learn from him low key. Like he hustles heavy. Like I never met somebody my age who has a savings account like his. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, this guy like gets to the back. Hello? Yep. We're taking notes, sorry. Okay, I thought you were signing. <laughs> We're taking notes. But yeah, so it's like when, what dropped Yeezys? Yeezys Beluga 2.0s. So this was, hmm, this was like late 2017. I don't even know. It just, I just got onto it. He like, I don't know if he put, I don't even know how it happened. He, either he put me on or like, I don't know. Like we was like best friends. Like I said, we dated for a little bit, but before that we was best friends. So it's like, we would always help each other out. If I can help him get something, I will help him. If he can help me get something, he will help me. So it's like, yeah, it's like when you hang out with somebody long enough, you just pick up so many characteristics. So he flipped shoes. So through him, I started to flip shoes too. So yeah, the first shoes that I ever that I ever flipped were Yeezys. I bought them for what was it, like 200, 220. So retail was like 200. After um taxes, it was like 220. I sold them for 400. dollars So that was like my first flip that I ever made. And you got hooked. First flip I ever made. Yeah, and I got hooked. And I had two pairs, two pairs of those. So it's like first pair I sold for four hundred, second pair I sold for like three fifty, which is a good profit because I pocketed all the extra profit. So now I was like, right. dang, this can be like a legit business. So what I do now is whenever I do shoe stuff, like like I'm saying, like with my interns and all that stuff, if I ever need to do like online raffles, I'll straight like make an account under their information, but put my credit card on file. So it's like, think of it as using my own credit card as my own loan. Like, shoes can be, if you buy multiple shoes, that can pile up. You know what I'm saying? If one shoe costs $300 retail, and I'm buying multiple pairs, that, that can easily add to $1,000. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I use my credit card pretty much as my own personal loan. So I use my credit card to purchase. After I sell, I put back what I put on my credit card. And the extra money, I put it in my, sa- my checkings or my savings account. So it's like, yeah, ever since 2017, like late 2017, when the Yeezys came out, I've been just buying, selling, buying, selling. The best, the best flip that I've ever had was I bought, you ever heard of, are you from Richmond or no? Where are you from originally? Michigan, Michigan? yeah. 
Okay, yeah. But there's this guy named um. You ever, any of y'all ever heard of Round Two Sneaker Store? Yeah. Um, well, I have heard it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's a guy named Sean Witherspoon. He he like he's from Richmond. He started his first store called um, Round Two in Richmond. That store blew up. Is a hit. Now he has one in L.A. He has one in Tokyo. Has one in New York. All called Round Two. So pretty much, I don't know how he he got this, but man's partnered with Nike and and made a um a shoe. So it was Nike Air Max 97 ones. All the celebrities have them. Like it's a big shoe. Like if if you see anyone locally wearing them, it's like, dang, bro, you 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 know what you're doing. But yeah, so it's like mainly celebrities have the shoe. So I won two pairs of those shoes. So what I did, what I did was, there's a local store called Needs Apply in Richmond. It's a boutique. They sell like freaking like. Everything there is expensive. T-shirt could be like one fifty just for a regular freaking T-shirt that you think you can get from the dollar, you get from Walmart. Okay, it's like one fifty. So, so they yeah, yeah. <laughs> down there, yeah, down there is crazy. I just came from there uh, like around like five o'clock. I had to go buy some more Yeezys. But um, yeah, like so they were doing a raffle for the shoe because he only released the shoes in Virginia and L.A. Like a paid to homage type thing because he's from Virginia but moved to L.A. So he only released the shoes there in March. Wait, not March. He did generally some March to the whole world in March. But before March, he did it. It was literally only released in two states. So if you had this, either you was balling out or you were a celebrity if you had the shoe back then. So they did a raffle. So what I did was that I got like maybe like six of my female friends and was like, hey guys, um, come with me to do this sneaker raffle. If you guys win, I'll give you $60, right? And to them, they're like, what? I can make $60 in less than an hour. Of course, everyone's going to jump on that. So <clears throat> I got maybe like me and six of my female friends to do it. And I told all of them, you know what I'm saying? If even if you don't win, I buy you Popeyes. So it's like it's like a little, little, exactly. Ron, it's how like you feel about that? A little. I mean, you can show us better, but that's between y'all. <laughs> Popeyes down the street, man. So yeah, so I was like, all right, you know, chill, little investment. Like even if they don't win, Popeyes is not that expensive. So I'm not gonna lose that much of money. But if they do win, I'm like a lot of money. So pretty much, I won one of the raffles, and so did one of my friends, Catlin. She won one of the raffles as well. And they don't know anything about sneakers, so. $60 is not much compared to what I'm making, but at the end of the day, they're making $60 for doing practically nothing, so that's good for them at the same time. Some people can say I finesse them, but I don't think so because they're making money as well. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, you, you finesse them. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it's not finesse no, because, no, because like, you, you're I, the one with the connections that make the exactly. sale. <laughs> if and they got the shoe, they it. wouldn't know what to do with it. Exactly, and I pay for it. I tell them what to do, so they don't know nothing about nothing. So that shoe cost me $168. But I sold it for eight hundred dollars. What? Yeah, it was one sixty eight after tax. So and I had two pairs. This is what blows my mind. There's really people out here buying shoes that much. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Like when I be selling shoes to people, I really be like, wow. Like, and it's like not to like shame people, but people that be buying, it's like you don't even have other nice things, bro. Why? Like, Like, what are you doing? Exactly. No, honestly, I'd be like, yeah, I take your money, but I still don't know what you're doing. Like, half the shoes that I buy, I wouldn't even buy for myself. Like, everyone always says, like, like if you ever see me, I'm probably wearing um, freaking Crocs and sw- Adidas sweatpants. Like, and I've touched, like, so many rare sneakers, but you barely see me in, you know what I'm saying, in half the stuff that I get, because it's like, I don't, what? I can't afford that. <laughs> it's like, what? I'd rather go on a trip than spend $200 on a pair of sneakers. Like, come on, that's not that serious. Just for clout. Like, when I, when I won... The um Sean Wilson shoes, the Air Maxes, both of them were my size. Like I won two pair of size sixes, and that's my size. So everyone was like, "Why don't you sell one, keep one?" I'm like, "Bro, I can make 
like 600 plus profit on this one shoe and you want me to be walking around in it so it's like people have different views on that some one person was like bro it's the clout it's the you know do it for the culture i'm like nah bro i can literally use this money and go on a trip so it's like you know you have people that vary in how they feel about what i do some people are mad like bro you bought all these shoes and you don't got that much heat like i keep a few of them but i gotta like them a lot to keep it because i'd rather have money I was about, to, I was about to ask you, you to walk on the ground. I was about to ask you, do you keep yeah, a yeah. lot of shoes or do you have yeah, a collection I, I keep, of shoes? Nah. I keep a few. Like what the Jordans that I like the most are um Jordan Retro 11s and Retro 1s. So like I have three pairs of Retro 1s, two pairs of 11s, and two pairs of Yeezys. And other than that, I got regular female shoes. So that's it. That's like that's like the only stuff I ever kept. So with this um sneaker business has it led you to flip other things um, outside of sneakers? When, yeah. See, so when, um, when it's funny, when I was a freshman, I didn't have a job. I didn't have a job until my junior year, to be honest. Freshman year, and even me getting a job junior year, that was a finesse low key. Um, <laughs> freshman year, whenever I needed, because I'm not one to ask my parents for money. Like, I'm not poor and I'm not rich. So I'm like in the middle, you know? So if I need money, I can always go to my parents. But when, I don't know, when I, when I reach a certain age, it's like, yeah, that's kind of dead. I think that's just stupid. Not stupid, but I don't know. That's just, that's just not the move for me personally to be asking my parents for money. I'd rather give them money than ask them money. Mm. So like, yeah, freshman year, if I needed money, I would legit sell clothes, my own clothes. I would be like, yeah, I need money. And I would sell clothes. There was a local bookstore, Conrad, you probably know about it, Virginia Book Company, not Virginia Book Company, Book Holders. Yeah. They would do the flyers thing where you get $7 passing out the bundles. Man, bro, I would make $100 off that thing. I would do that to the core, bro. And it was funny because like you supposed you get paid to put the flyers in the classrooms. I would get so many bundles and I would do half of it and half of it I would just leave it at my house and they would never know. So I was okay getting paid. <laughs> I was getting paid for even the ones that I didn't do, but I would make sure that each time they did it, I would make at least a hundred bucks. So like with my money, I was very like, yeah, like I, I needed money, I would go get it. I didn't I didn't spend money on food. Like I had a no plan, and if I ran out, bro, just stretch my meals. I would go to Schaefer. Schaefer is like our um on campus buffet dining hall. Bro, I would take a bucket. Mm-hmm. A, bucket a bucket and like a liter bottle. Take food, fill up the bucket, and a liter bottle, take milk. I would not <laughs> buy groceries, bro. Literally, like out, bro. What? If I'm paying for milk, they had no I would, security. <laughs> bro, no, I got caught before. I got caught before. So I just switched up how I would do it. I started bringing a bigger backpack. So I would like I would fill up my plate. <laughs> Did you get more Conrad, I don't know if, I don't know if you remember the setup of Schaefer. There's a place trees like plants. I would and I so I would fill up my plate, go behind the tree, plant table, act like I'm sitting down eating, make sure no one's around, fill up my bowl, and do it again. So they probably thought I was like fat. Probably thought I was like eating ten times. Nope, I was filling up a Tupperware bowl, and I would do that like That's once smart. a week. So I would people out here using like seven swipes, fourteen swipes a week. I would cut that in half because I would just fill up on like food that I wanted. So like freshman and sophomore year, I never paid for cereal milk. Never. <laughs> I would just get it from Schaefer all the time. They had skim milk, they had regular milk, any type of milk you needed. I had, they had it all. So it's like, yeah, I, I try to save money in any. Nicole, what's I your could. major? It's like, yeah, with sneaker stuff now, quick? like, what's your major? My major. <laughs> everyone always asks if I'm a business major. I was, I'm a science. I was a mm, science okay. major. You want to think twice about science that? Major. So I was. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you have a great business. Uh, no, nah, like honestly, if I if I didn't do science, I'll be a math major. Like I, t- one of my businesses that I do now is I tutor math, and I love math. Well, I love under calculus calculus uh, but pre-calc algebra i love that like if i were to like if i were to like ever have like a second job i would become a math teacher to high school students i love teaching math and i feel like so many people that teach math suck at it 
Because, like, for people, that, a lot of the people that I tutor, they will have, like, Ds, and then I tutor them, and they finish off with a B or A. So it's not that the child was stupid. They were just, they were being taught in a way that's just more, just a difficult way. Like, one of my clients, she would show me, like, whenever I teach her something, the first thing I ask her is show me how your teacher told me told you to do it. And the way that her teacher tells do it, it's like, bro, like, I don't know. Teachers just try to mm. make it difficult for no reason. Something that you can do in one minute, the teacher will teach them a way that takes five minutes. So it was just like, yeah, like I would actually. Where are you really, at, really my college career? Teacher, even though they don't Shoot. make much. <laughs> yeah, man, like it's crazy. On Craigslist, um, another business that I had on Craigslist when I was a student, before I like had a real job, I um, put up an ad and said, I will do your homework for money. Craigslist, when you put something like that online, they would take it down. So I had to word it differently. Offer math assist, offer homework assistance. Because if I put on there, I will do your homework for money, Craigslist literally would take down my post. They did it to me twice. So I had to word it and say, offer homework assistance. So people would literally hit me up. It's funny, one of my one of my sneaker clients now, I met him because he bought shoes from me off Craigslist. No, 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 one of my one of my sneaker clients, he met me because I did his math homework for him off Craigslist. Never met him a day in my life. But I did his math homework and he paid me through Cash App. Like he he sent me his login to his um, homework thing and I did it, would take his test, all that. He paid me good money. And then he's following me on Instagram after that. So then he was like, oh, you sell sneakers? He lives like in um, what state is? It? I think it's New Jersey or something like that. So like yeah, so whenever he oh, needs so figures, when I get him, I pay shipping. All over, and I don't and I don't charge him shipping. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's not just local. Like he's one of my he's one of my clients who I ship shoes to. Most of my clients are local, but if if you like someone that like is cool with me, I'll ship it to you and not charge you shipping. So like with him, yeah, he gets like friends and family discount. Even though it's crazy, we've never met in our lives, never. I'm starting. I'm over here like, and we've been friends for like thinking over what a year now. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like there's plenty of ways to make money. Like even with my tutoring business, one of my clients, I had her when I was in my junior year because I got a card like junior year, I think. So like she lives in like not Chesterfield but like Midlothian. So like during traffic hours, it can take me like 30 minutes to get to her house. But if it's not traffic, I can get there in like 19, 19 minutes. So. When I started like making money and I was comfortable with life, I didn't feel like making that hike to tutor her, but I do enjoy it and she really needed help. Now I tutor her through FaceTime. Hmm. So I make money off her every week and don't even have to leave my house. And she gets good grades. So her parents are happy with it and I'm happy because I'm getting a paycheck. So it's like, yeah, so I, I did that. I did that through Craigslist. I tutored people through, I tutored people through Craigslist. Like yeah, I used to pick up way more clients back in the day when I needed money, but now that I'm kind of like... I'm not Ooh. pressed for money now. Like I don't need it mm. too much. I just stick with like one flex. of the clients consistently. One more color. time, flex. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so I have a question for you. Before, oh, and the, another so, thing. I, go ahead, right. go ahead. So you're a Niger girl, and Amber, yes, you taking sir. notes? This Amber is our friend. That she wants to be Nigerian. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Um, so, but jokes aside, so we all know. African parents have this specific storyline they have from the day you were born to the day you are a successful person, right? And those yes, goals or that list of goals they have of you, if you don't match them, they will work till death until they can make you match those <laughs> that agenda, right? Yes. So when you told your yep. parents, did you ever tell your parents like, hey, mom, I make money by flipping shoes. What did they think? Or dad? Uh, see, so, yeah, so, like, with my, with my parents, so, like, one thing that I'm, 
I, I actually just graduated in December. Like, uh-huh. I just finished undergrad in December, right? So now the next step for me is going to be dental school. So it's crazy. Like, you know, Conrad, from my social media, I love to record. I love to do this stuff. So I, I'm trying to start a YouTube channel. So funny enough, when I was in Singapore, I met a famous YouTuber with 1.9 million mm-hmm. subscribers. And I jumped off a 17-story cliff, and pretty much he was too scared to do it. So he did it after me. So he was like, yeah, I'm going to shout you out. We'll put you in a vlog. And he was, like, dropping gems on me. He was like, I can literally come to Bangladesh, and he will, like, teach me more stuff and all this other jazz. And he was just, like, telling me he's going to give me, like, the, the keys to YouTube. So I was hyped. I was telling my mom. So I, I told I sent it to my – we have, like, a family group message. So I posted in the family group. She was like, yo, look who I just met, blah, 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 blah. My mom looked at it. She was like, all I see is money and travel, no education. <laughs> Textbook. Mind Textbook. you, this guy is freaking rich. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like you said, it doesn't it doesn't meet the standard of the, you know, it doesn't meet the, oh, education, PhD, master's degree, doctor degree standard that Africans have for their kids. So I'm like, bro, my mom yeah. is flexing. Can you uh-huh. hear me? Yep. Okay, my phone. But yeah, I was like, I was like, she's flexing because she knows good and well. If I were to come home tomorrow, a millionaire from YouTube, she would not be like, where's your education? She would just be happy because mm. she getting checks. But then again, I might be wrong. She might still be mad. I don't know. But like, yeah, so it's like she, like all she ever cares about is, okay, when are you going to apply to dental school? Um, This, that, the third, like, and like you said, they'll do anything. My brother, he just graduated in December as well, but he's older than me. He's like 28 and he graduated from undergrad. He went, He started off at Temple University and he got a seat in the engineering program, and they literally kicked him out. So he had to transfer from Temple to Morgan State, and it took him just a long time to finish, right? So with him, my mom hasn't, because, you know, you exhaust <coughs> loans, and school's not trying to give you loans if you, like, came out of a school, blah, blah, blah. So he had to do stuff like Sally Mae and private mm-hmm. loans and all that stuff. So my mom, bro, like, she was gathering money from every corner to pay for this guy. Because with him, I don't know, my brother's weird. Like, he doesn't like to look like he needs help. I don't know what it was, but he wouldn't really ask for money. So, like, if he had to sit out a semester, he would sit it out. And I didn't even know there was a semester. Like, he didn't go to school. So, my mom was like, yeah, bro, you're, like, she don't play when it comes to education. So, she literally was gathering money from everywhere. She would take out loans. Like, he low-key, like, messed up her credit. So, she got to rebuild it. But, like, she would do whatever it took to, takes to get, you know, to get him to finish. And his thing was the money issue. Like, he had a balance. They wouldn't let him register for class. So she got that out the way. Like, I even had to pay his school fees one semester myself. And my mom told me she'll pay him back, which she still hasn't done. <laughs> she'll pay him back soon. Mom, if you listen, you get paid back. But, um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so like, she really will do whatever. Like, so it's like, yeah, African parents, man, they don't play when it comes to that education. Like, they will do whatever it takes and they will make sure that you know that you need to get it done too. Because, like, if I become a famous YouTuber, she's not going to care. She wants me to right. get that yeah. degree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, it's funny enough. I, I She thought I graduated in May because I walked in May, but I, I know I was graduating May. I graduated in December. So, like, this whole time, I'm a rich man. She doesn't know that I, that I was a student. <laughs> she thought that I graduated. Too. Even at my job, they thought I graduated. Like, everybody thought I graduated. Well, finesse, finesse queen in all aspects, So, right? yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, my boss, she would tell – I hope she, my boss never sees this, but she would literally – Tell me, you know what I'm saying? Why don't you bring your diploma to hang it up? Because she has her diplomas hung up in her office. She always tell me, I'll be like, yeah, I left it in Maryland because my family is in Maryland. I'll be like, yeah, I left it in Maryland. I left it in Maryland, but I finally actually graduated in December. So I was trying to bring it, but then I was like, dang, what if she actually look at the date and see December? So I was like, yeah, I'm going to just leave it at home. I'm going to tell her that my mom told me not to bring it, that she wants to put on display in a family house. 
so yeah, she don't even like one of my coworkers knew that I graduated summer because I told her she was a student worker, so like she knew she knew everything. But like all my other coworkers, nope, they all thought I graduated hey, they, in they May. But that whole time I graduated. <laughs> they ain't their business. <laughs> so yeah, exactly right. So it's funny. I'm a, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it into a vlog, faking my graduation <laughs> for six months. Like that's one of my vlogs that I gotta that I gotta finish editing. It's pretty funny. Like I recorded the whole, my whole graduation, like the ceremony and all that, walking up, shaking the president's hand. That's all on my GoPro footage. So I'm legit turning it into a vlog. It's going pretty cool. That's dope. So before we wrap up, I got one question for you. Yeah. All right. So you're planning to go to dental school. And I'm, I'm assuming you're like in the application process and all that stuff. But what happens if your sneaker business takes off like the guy who started around two? Do you drop everything and just do that? Right, or are right. you still going to try to get your education? <laughs> Or still pursue being a dental, the dentals. See, that's that. Yeah, see, that's what I've been thinking about recently. Like somebody, I remember one of my friends asked me one that little cliche question that everyone always asks: If you had all the money in the world, would you still have the same goals? And I was thinking, honestly, I don't know, because like I've shadowed dent- dentists, different types, and I do like the profession. Like I'm not gonna lie, I like the profession. It's a cool thing to do. If I didn't, if like I said, if I, if only two things in my in my life that I would ever enjoy as a job. Which would be to be a cosmetic dentist or to be a math teacher, and the math teacher one I love that, but the salary kind of turns me off because it's like, dang, I I can't live my baby girl lifestyle if I'm only making so much that much money. You know what I'm saying? And I, I like my baby girl lifestyle. <laughs> Your so, what lifestyle? Your baby like, girl lifestyle. <laughs> I call, I call, okay. We call it baby girl lifestyle. That's what we call it. Okay, that's dope though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> baby girl lifestyle. But like yeah, but like I really, really would enjoy being a math teacher because one, I already love children, and children seem to like mix well with me because low key I'm like a grown child, low key, you know what I'm saying? So I mix very well with children, and then I like math at the same time. So it's like that'd be something I would love to do. But I don't know, I don't, I don't know. One, I don't put in enough work for my sticker business to even blow up like that guy. So it's like that just won't happen. It just won't because I like. One thing I learned in life, I used to always say that, man, YouTubers and people who own their own businesses, their life is so fun. Yeah. But at the end of the day, everything mm-hmm. takes work, no matter what you're doing. Whether you're a famous YouTuber, that stuff is work. We, I, I used to think it was just fun and games. Nah, bro, that stuff is work. Editing is freaking annoying. It's like all that stuff is time consuming, just like, just like a regular nine to five. So it's like people always think that, oh, nine to five is is people who do like YouTube or do like their own business, they probably work more than 40 hours a week anyway. So right, just like they yeah. can work whenever they want. That's the only difference. But they low-key still pushing 40 hours or more just like a person with a 9 to 5. It's just a whole matter of the freedom with their time that they have. But all of it is still work. So my sticker business will never blow like that just because I don't put in that much work into it. But if it did, I don't know. Low-key, I feel like I probably would give up the education route, honestly. And then that makes me, then that makes me question, be like, dang, do I really even want to be that bad if I can give it up just if I started making money somewhere else? So that's one thing that I always think about too because like yeah i don't know like i'm not gonna fake like being being a youtuber would seem like a pretty lit thing to do if i would ever like get real money yeah. off that i'm not gonna fake that would be that might make me just be like yeah forget education so i don't know i'm one I'm, that's one thing i'm currently thinking about in life like if i can just say that do i really actually want to pursue this field so that's, what that's I, mean. I don't know what would i say about that like if, if you Conrad, what do you, Conrad, what do you do right now? Yeah, you, you're a clinical laboratory scientist or you're something else. Yeah. So, so yeah, if I don't know, if someone were to tell you that 
if you would, if y'all, when y'all blow up on this podcast, like y'all, know, y'all seen Logan Paul's podcast? Say that again. Have y'all seen uh, Logan Paul's I've heard of him, but I have not. We've talked about him on the show. <laughs> yeah, so like apparently his is like, yeah, his is like one of the most viewed podcasts. So like when y'all podcast goes up and y'all like getting like big boy sponsors, like real bread, would y'all still do y'all regular jobs or would y'all be like, all right, I'm going to just pursue this full time and just keep get my money from this? Like what would y'all do? <sighs> See, it's I, I, hard when I, in the uh, business world because yeah. it, it's hard to imagine that with the conversations we have here, if, if my name were to become well-known, that I could still have a career in a corporate setting that wouldn't conflict. Right. So I think it would eventually get to a point where I would have uh-huh. to choose or, or maybe not even have an option yeah. anymore. I would probably would just lose that job because of the, the things we say on here. True. true, true, true. I yeah, and I would say I, I never... Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Shockley. Go ahead, Shockley. I was going to say, like, I never, um, when we started this podcast, the goal was never for, my goal was never for us to, like, become rich or famous off of it. It was just a way for, it was an outlet. So, I mean, everything that has come from it, to meeting people like you, or (laughs) somehow we get sponsors (laughs) to, uh, you know, talking about the stuff we talk about, (laughs) that's all icing on on the cake. Because I just wanted to talk to my friends once a week and like laugh about different stuff that was going on and let yeah. other people in on what I thought were funny conversations that we always have. So I don't know. I just don't. I'm sure it, I'm. I I pray it would become something bigger, but if it doesn't, it's still just like a therapeutic outlet for me. Yeah, I think for me. So my ultimate dream, I think to me, like the the greatest job in my eyes was Anthony Bourdain's job to me. You get mm. to travel the world, meet people, eat, you know, different mm. cuisines and see different aspects and cultures of the world. That's something I'd love to do. Right. But also on the other side of it is that I love working in the health field because I have to, the opportunity to impact someone's yeah. life, like life or death situation. Right. Yeah. So I don't think I would necessarily quit my job. And it depends if in seven months we are making money that we can both say, you you can go travel every other week if you really wanted to. And I'm still a microbiologist who mm-hmm. barely makes that, like doesn't get paid as much as we should get. Oh, I'm taking it. I'm quitting. And I'm going to be doing the <laughs> podcast every single day. Right. Yeah. But um, I, it, like, I mean, it's hard to say this now because we don't see the money, right? We're not seeing all this money flowing in. We're not, even like you, you're making good deals. You're making, you know, you're flipping these sneakers and making a profit on it, but it's not this profit where you can just be like, I'm good, you know? Cause that's the question. I mean, maybe so I can answer this question to you because we asked it earlier today with yeah. some of my colleagues. Would you rather be rich or wealthy? And then, and wealthy. then how would you define rich versus wealthy? I feel like wealthy, is more long term so i feel like rich is like for me at least i think rich is like you got bread and you can like provide for yourself i think wealthy is more long term like you got money but it's not just gonna Mm. affect you your kids gonna have money people around you gonna have money like it's like rich on a whole nother scale right it's like more long term type thing like you wealthy like yo like p diddy is wealthy right you know what i'm saying like he's he's not just rich he's wealthy you know what I'm saying? But like the, the sneaker guy, the guy that does the mm. shoe stuff, he right. probably rich, but he ain't wealthy. Not yet, at least. He got, he got bread, 
but he's not he's not like P Diddy. P Diddy is wealthy. Jay Z is wealthy. Like these people have legacies of money after them. Like their kids are straight. Their mm. kids choose never to work a day in their life. They gonna have money regardless. They just got money like that. So well, definitely wealthy. You heard it's it more here. impactful, I think. That was dope. Ron, close us out, man. All right, y'all. So first off, thank you to Nicole for joining us tonight. We had a lot of great conversations. We really appreciate you coming. Appreciate you for coming through. If you ever want to come yeah, back, let us know. You Your door me. is always open. We love repeat guests, so feel free to come through anytime you'd like. Um, don't um, don't forget to sponsor us once you. Yes. Um, if if <laughs> if. Facts, Look, right? Exactly. I, I didn't do that. Now. No, I'm just saying, like, if you <laughs> need <laughs> us to <laughs> broadcast your business. <laughs> no, no. I feel like I feel like once you on a podcast, okay. you hey, have, to, you have to sponsor after. Like we're gonna put that in the contract every guest that comes on you will sponsor us <laughs> i would say when you launch that that book no that cap. you write in about how to be a finesse queen like hell yeah it's coming the um, book what oh yeah no so people people really be asking me to do that like to write down like all the little things and like that i finesse or like travel guys like people really ask me to make a book out of it I tell them I'm gonna just put it in my yeah. vlogs. Yeah, I just gotta subscribe just, and watch the vlogs. Just you know? make sure we're on the, I'm gonna make um, a video. the tour for promotion. Yep. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> got you, got you. All right, so Nicole, do you have any ads you wanna drop? Um do you want people to get at you or you ready to stay incognito? Y'all can follow me on the gram at Nico's. So that's underscore I'm tripping. At Nico's. That's K. N E E underscore C O L E Z. Literally me. Nicole, you get it? Ha 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 ha. <laughs> so that's that's the IG, the snap. If y'all want to follow me, I I pretty much post most times the same stuff, but sometimes it'd be different things. So either or is fine. IG's probably cooler, but for snap, you can follow me as well. Nicole's, but instead of a Z, it's gonna be an S. And then from when I find, I'm going to start dropping YouTube videos, like, seriously, this week. Like, no cap. So, y'all should definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel. Honestly, I don't even know. My, what's my name on YouTube? It's like The Life of Nyx. So, oh The Life God. of Nyx. N-I-C-X. I'll probably change it to something soon because that's kind of basic, I think. But for now, it's just The Life of Nyx. N-I-C-X. But, yeah, I'm going to drop some cool videos this week, hopefully. And in the future, keep dropping more videos. Be more consistent with it because... I like putting out content. I, I just hate editing it, but putting I it out is fun. Loki surprise. But other than that, that's like the social media right there. Snapca- Snapcash name. <laughs> your business. Your business. Your <laughs> finessing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of the, I'm not one of the, It's funny. It's funny. Like hey, that's great, man. I don't know. I'm a giver. I don't really. Do. All right, so unless I'm giving you something, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up and get up out of here. So, for those of you out here who have been listening for a long time, y'all know that we like to do our album of the month. So, if you haven't had a chance to check the social media posts for this month, we are going to be doing, how do you guys say, is it Khalees? I'm, I feel like, yeah, I haven't heard her name all out in a long time. Yep, yeah, Khalees. Oh, that's it. <laughs> I know I, that wasn't meant to be shade. <laughs> wow. Sorry, it's just like we, Sorry, so we've been Eric. saying her name like through text, but we haven't said it out loud in a long time. I feel like I haven't seen it, like heard someone say it. Okay. But anyways, yeah. So we're gonna be doing Kalisa's album Kaleidoscope, and make sure y'all check that out. And give it a spin. At the end of the month, we're gonna have a, a couple guests of the other podcast come through and talk about it. 
She'll be a pretty exciting listen. I'm sure you you all remember a few of her songs from back in the day. She's a very talented artist. So if you guys want to get at me, you can catch me on Twitter at TaylorMadeLife. Uh, I can get at me on there. I talk about music, random crap. I retweet a lot of stuff mostly these days. I haven't been much in the mood to tweet, but I'm going to try to do more. Feel free to get, follow the podcast on Twitter or Instagram at Podcast or shoot us the email, Podcast at gmail.com, Facebook, uh, whosmansis. We get at us any way you can. We'd love to hear the feedback, suggestions, topics, whatever you got. B, tell them I can get at you. Hey. Don't at me at God and at the finesse queen if you want to, you know, better your life. Uh, shout out to Odell Beckham Jr. who just uh, signed with the Browns. Crazy. So more importantly, shout out to Cleveland <laughs> because yeah, I might actually have a positive season. <laughs> uh, only the Lions could say that. Man, I'm out. Oh, right. <laughs> shout out to the Big Ten champions, Michigan State. Hey. Woo, 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 woo. Hey. <laughs> Go white. Hey. You guys can find me on Big C on Instagram at Big C22. I've been slacking, but I've also been really busy. But I will be posting my pictures from my last big trip. I'm finally getting to them, editing them. So keep a lookout on those on the story. Um, that fella's going to that fella underscore Connie on Twitter. Um, and I know we haven't recorded in a while, but we also have a website now at whosmanspodcast.com. It's hey. up, it's running. If you missed episodes, if you don't have access to all the other platforms which you can be listening to, just go on the website and you can actually listen from our website at whosmanspodcast.com. Leave, leave, a, leave a comment, um, suggestions, subscribe when you subscribe you're going to get notifications of email or when we get a drop our episodes more to come more to come shout out to our newest sponsor if you listen to that i know you already listened to if you got if you got this far you the real one um words of wisdom <laughs> i'm gonna i'm words of wisdom i'm gonna leave you guys with is we had nicole on here and she's a free-spirited person she's out here doing her thing so I challenge you who are listening to do something that you feel that if you're scared, if I challenge you to go out and do something that you haven't done before. And the reason I'm saying that is break that fear of rejection because you see what it, see where it leads you to. Nicole is a great example of this. You see where it leads you to. Mm-hmm. It could be a simple first class trip to Thailand that you weren't expecting. It could be sneakers that you were never expecting. It could be a possible new connection, new person you've never met that can lead you in the greatest aspects in your life. So I challenge you to do something this week, this weekend, that you usually would not do because of the fear of rejection and see what happens. If Nicole is right, the worst you can get is a no. And if that no isn't is what you get and you're still alive, you're still breathing, you can still carry on with your life, it's okay. You move on to the next thing. So, hey, Darnold, <laughs> the Spain people like you. <laughs> <laughs> Do the people in Spain like you, Darnold? Nicole, Nicole, you yeah. don't know Darnold, and you're okay. You don't I have don't. to know him. Um, I'll leave. I'll ask Brian later. I'm not going to embarrass you in the podcast. But I will say that happy belated birthday from the Who's, Who's Man's podcast listeners. I hope you had a great time. But you're back in the U.S., so now you're open. I'm going to roast you. 
just like just like the old times. Hey, don't be a who's man because we're going to find y'all. Be blessed. Be loved. Deuces. Bing, bing, bing.